So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Halloween Horror Nights Orlando has mastered the art of the scare. We'll cover each year of this amazing event one by one, picking through the bones and uncovering its past. So join us now as we open another tomb inside the catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. This episode is is our full out not worried about spoilers we can talk about everything finally review of halloween horror nights 26 i am matt and joining me for this episode are my co-hosts karen hello and quint hello all right so this i was i was half expect, expecting an ahoy hoy oh god no oh. <laughs> we're done with that. so this actually feels a, i thought as I was putting my notes together, I was like, this feels late, which we always do it after the event. For anyone that doesn't know, well, I mean, it's the second year we've been doing the show, but anyone that doesn't know, we, we try to, I guess it's, uh, what's the word I want to look for? I don't want to say, uh, I can't even think of the word. We we try to accommodate a lot of first-time goers to Halloween Horror Nights with our show, and in that, we don't want to do any spoilers throughout the year. We don't want to do it, not even for first-timers, but for anybody so we wait till after the event's over. And like I said, I thought this felt like we were starting late, but I looked and last year we reviewed, uh, 20, released our review on November 10th, nine days after the event. Well, oh. by an unplanned coincidence, this will be released on November 10th, which is five days after the event. So we're actually early this year. So I don't know why it feels so much later this year than it did last year. Yeah, it does. Because of the agonizing things that oh, happened gosh. in the last week. You know, um, yeah, I did yeah. wake up this morning and caught myself up on the news, and without getting into that or even touching that with a ten foot pole, like one of the first things I thought was, I don't even want to get together and record tonight. But then the further thought occurred that if I text you guys and lock our lock us in for recording, then I would have to. And once you guys mm-hmm. replied and said we're recording tonight, and I started putting my notes together, I started to have a better day. So I'm actually glad we're doing this. It gets my mind off of other current. Yeah, it gives us something better but, to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. I'm- yep. Glad to be doing talking about something that I actually really like and enjoy today. Yeah. So to start off with, I actually listened to last year's review to kind of see what we did. Not that we need to follow format, but I was like, what did we really do? Did we do a year retrospective like we do with the other years? And we didn't, which is nice. That means we have another year added to cover as we go on. And we, the further we get away from 25 and 26, the, you know, the, the better that will be for people that haven't attended these years. So that's good. Right. The first thing I did notice was, is that, or notice, or, or note, I should say, is that I asked you guys, or asked uh, Quint specifically, what, how were you doing with the post-event feelings? So I'm going to pose that question again to start things off. Let Karen go first. I, that's something I need <laughs> yeah. to figure out this okay. year. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually go if you want me to give you both time to think about it. Yeah, that was yeah, the question ahead. I, okay. I didn't remember. Well, the reason I, I, I wrote that is because I, I had noted that... Um, Last year, I thought it was I was going to hit me hard uh, because it was 25, super big year. We had just launched a show. It was Karen's first time, so that was a new experience. Our friend Lou came down. It was his first time. He enjoyed it. We had a really incredible le- year last year, so I was expecting to have the kind of a little bit of uh, 
uh, what is the post post event? Uh, not depression. It's not that bad. But post apparent uh, sadness, postpartum depression. Yes, yeah, I'm trying not to say that phrase, but we'll use that. Sure, what the hell? Why not? Um, so this year, I thought, well, it's 26, and we've got a year under the belt. How much? How different can it be? I'm going to tell you, man. This year was like this year. It hit me harder, way harder than last year. And I think it has to do with the fact that we've got a year of the show, the show under our belt when we hit this year. I think we did more coverage this year than last year. We had a lot more opportunities this year than last year. All of them incredible. Um, I did more nights with more people. That was the big thing. I met a lot more people than I did last year. And the last night, I think, is really what probably hammered it home because um, that really was the night where I kind of met up and said goodbye to everybody. I went with a friend uh right at the beginning that or when i got there he had been there most of the night i got there about nine we hung out till about 10 he had to leave because he had something in the morning but that was okay because i went to go meet some other friends or some listeners on the other side of the park and they were meeting me over at uh vamp 55 and i had just left texas chainsaw massacre had to go through springfield so obviously had to stop for a Doftoberfest. So I was running a little late. I'm booking through Lair of the Banshee and run into another friend. And just the fact that I was like bouncing between friends my last night and then wrap it up with the last Bill and Ted's, I kind of gave myself a more of a finale than I had last year. And I think that's what really made me like really miss it more this year than last year. It was really strange. Yeah. Sounds like you had a, a big night for the last night. So. I, more than I, and, and it wasn't even planned. Yeah. It's just like I was, I knew I was meeting the one, one guy there. Um, and, but everything else, like, it's like, since I got to meet more people and enjoy the event with more people this year, I had more friends to meet up with one last time and say goodbye to, which didn't happen. Oh, before. you made friends. Halloween Horror Night friends. They don't want to talk to me outside the event. <laughs> well, I know the feeling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm preaching to the choir. <laughs> um, so, okay. I can go next. Um, for me, it wasn't quite as much as last year, even though I actually went twice this year, uh, which I don't normally do. And it, it was, I don't know. I, it was a busier season of Halloween horror nights for me, but I think because when I got back from my last trip, there were a lot of other events going on in my life right now. And I just, it kind of was like, it was something I'd already done. It was done for the year. And now I had to focus on all these other things. And then now that we're re- recording again, I'm looking back at it going, wow, that really wasn't that long ago and it feels like a really long time ago. So I think everything else going on in my life just kind of changed what was changed my, my opinion from last year. Yeah. I think I could see exactly what you're saying. That was kind of like your reset point. Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, it really was like it, it, I got back from Halloween Horror Nights and uh, I quit my job. I got a different job. I, <laughs> you know, got three weeks of vacation out of the deal. I just kind of did. I like, all kinds of stuff and it was just like now i'm looking back on yeah that was only uh, it wasn't even a month ago that no. i was down there right and it <laughs> feels like a long long time yeah, so i think yeah. that, you know that that's what really uh helped make the 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 postpartum depression if we say so, <laughs> shall we say go away from me very quickly and easy because there's a lot of exciting stuff that i'm doing in my life right now and i'm i'm very excited to to start new things so that's yeah that's where it went for me that's cool yeah well, there's a ringing endorsement for HHN. It can change your life, too. <laughs> exactly. Go to HHN <laughs> come back and quit your job. <laughs> uh, what about you, Karen? This is your second year, so I'm kind of curious how you walked away from this as opposed to your first year. 
this year i think i i i did feel it a little more i felt more of the the melancholy after effect this year than i did last year i think last because last year was so, taking in so much and it was all so new and i had so much fun i got i was amped up and excited for the next year so it gave me something to look forward to not that i'm not looking forward to next year too but but it was like okay i've got the first year under my belt now i can't well, wait no, for my second year right and for, for your first year being 25 i'm sure that was yeah. like a really overwhelming experience <laughs> though. Oh, yeah absolutely <laughs> you know yeah. yeah i can totally so, understand and then this this year was i think just just as good but I didn't go the second time as I had planned and part of me kind of regrets it kind of doesn't. Um, I kind of have some mixed feelings about that choice, but, and I, at, there was points where I was like, well, can I maybe run down this weekend and go? I was like, no, that's even more expensive than having to get down on the second night while you were there. Bad idea. So yeah, I did. I I'm feeling the, this sadness and, depression a little more this year than i did last year okay sure interesting i don't want to say good i was on to say well, as my initial reaction i'm not alone but that sounded <laughs> terrible so i'm glad i didn't mm. say that so well anyway besides now with that out of the way i mean we did have a ton of fun this year and we got a lot to talk about we can finally talk about it without and, and for mostly for me with the freedom about having to edit like i did on our instant reaction episode the first night quinn and i went but there right. are a couple first here for me in all the years that I've been going. This is my 17th year now. I still have some first. And one of them we talked about together. Um, we even brought it up when we talked to Mike Aiello. The loss of the 6th and 7th of October, losing two days this year. That has never happened yeah. before. Well, we didn't actually lose two days this well, year. They well, tacked them on on the edge. I say, and then, yeah. yeah, exactly. I say then we extended it to the 4th and 5th to get them back. So, so that is, I don't want, I, Mm, I really but don't I think, want to say it's never been extended before because I really have a feeling it has. I just can't tell you when, but never because of losing two to a hurricane. And I think um, it, it was. I think it hurt the event a lot because they lost two really prime days for a hur to the hurricane. Yeah, that like, was yeah. anytime. Yeah, anytime you're losing that any of those October weekends for for a hurricane, it's you know doing it an extra weekend in November. It's not going to make up the crowds. I text you guys and said it was dead the fourth and fifth. Yeah. Now that has to be quantified because a dead Halloween Horror Nights is still not any day you want to go to the park. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like compared right. to when we went. I mean we went the first weekend of Hell Week or the Hell or the Hell Weeks. So it was nothing compared to that, but it was still a lot of people. But it was not the close it was last year as far as the entire park. Um, attendance-wise. So I don't know if that's right. something right. they'll do again or not. Time will tell. Hopefully they don't have to decide to do that again because yeah, you know, we don't want yeah. a hurricane coming yeah. through Central Florida again. If we can help well, it. Well, yeah. we can't help it. But you know what I mean? And the hurricane affected other things about the event that we'll talk about later, too. Yeah. Yep. And then um, and the first time, this one is a personal first. And how I've been so lucky up to this point is beyond me, and I have no right to complain. First time in 17 years I got caught in the rain. Yeah, that is somewhat yeah. remarkable. Yes, it was the yeah. 18th of September, and I was in line, and I was in Express, too. So, But it was, you know, the you've been down the Express lines. Once it was uh, Tomb of the Ancients, and once you get going down those backstage paths, 
and you hit a oh, point yeah. on every turn, it's the same oh, distance yeah. either way. That's yeah. when the rain started. So I was like, well, I oh, might as well go in. I'm already soaked. <laughs> anyway, well, let's talk about the event. The event. Let's start. Let's start right off with. I'm going to say this will probably be the low light of our conversation, and then we'll just go keep going up and up and up from there. I do want to talk about the theme and chance, or what I might say, arguably the lack of lack chance yes. in the event this year. I would agree with that. Yeah, um, I, expectations were way high for me. I'll, I'll admit. Yeah. Yeah, I um, so uh, I I am not even gonna gonna be missing it or or for me I got more chance than Karen did just because I got <laughs> yeah. to go to the media weekend and yeah um her little stage show in, in up front was really good and I was uh, I was really upset that there was no chance show and that there wasn't because they could have taken just that the little gems of ideas they had in that i think and given a great blowout show uh we didn't get that i i was very disappointed in that yeah we did talk about the disappointment of not seeing the show announced and of course by the time we had gotten to the event we knew there was no chance show um yeah i just i mean there was chance there was that's it's strange it's like there is chance there she's in the scare zone her voice is heard throughout right there are two there's two fully the in the costume that we've seen on the in the marketing material in her house and there's the psycho version of her in her house but for some reason it still feels like she's missing in most of this this event to me yeah and i can't really put my finger on why because i sit here and explain to myself how she is everywhere or she's in it a lot it still just wasn't enough i guess my expectations were just set way too high with how much jack we got in 25 yeah well the other thing was is that she wasn't really melded into the event as a whole right she was just like a, a chunk of the event uh with carnival carnage you really felt like this was jack's entire theme park right jack had just brought you into his entire theme park and what you were seeing was because he allowed it yeah you didn't get that feeling with chance as much right she was not integrated into everything like jack was yeah right yep Um, Um, and maybe maybe that's why 25 was what 25 was and you know it, it was just it was too much to to really do again or uh you know, they, they couldn't figure out how to do all of that stuff again. Maybe. I don't know. But it was missing in that way for me. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, everything you both said, I agree with. Uh, but then, on the other hand, that is about the only thing that I walked out of every night I went saying, <laughs> not even a complaint, just like that I would change. There's so much good to this event after that. Yeah. See, there's only... I think on my list, there's only two other things that I have that I would change. Okay. So I, I'm pretty close to agreement with you there. Okay. So I wrote this out best I can remember the order we did stuff. So if that's how you guys want to do it, if you're up for that, that's how we can do it. Sounds good to me. Sure. Okay. Yeah. First and foremost, I had to write this down. We started off by waiting in the Hello Kitty area, which is a sentence yeah. that you should not be able to say when you're talking about HHN. <laughs> Oh, I think it's fine. You do. Yes, you do. <laughs> My wife thinks it's totally fine. <laughs> that would be the only thing she would do <laughs> at Halloween Horror Nights is go to the Hello Kitty section. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> so we did that because we were going to American Horror Story. Christy had joined us. It's her first house in like 10 years, roughly, give or take a year. And that's the only one she wanted to do. And she certainly wasn't going to buy an express pass to do one house. And that is, of course, everyone probably already knows at this point, the closest access to American Horror Story when they have the early opening. So that's yeah. where we went. Talk about starting off big. Um, This house. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. I, I already said a lot in our instant reaction, but this is one of the few that I went to almost every night I went. Sometimes uh, Express Pass was like 45 minutes to even an hour, and I did skip because I was like, ah, I just didn't feel like waiting that long. on a, If it was a Wednesday or Thursday night, Friday or Saturday, it was fine. Yeah. But I went almost every night that I went, I went to American Horror Story because it was just so good. I don't even know American Horror Story, <laughs> and it was really fucking good. Um, I, I tried to, between times that I went between the, between September and the October trip, I was, my plan to try and get through at least those three seasons of American horror story. I didn't even have a chance to do that. I, I forgot about that plan probably while I was on the plane <laughs> yeah, coming right. home in September, I think, I don't know. Um, I didn't get a chance to, what I did get a chance to do was go online and, and check out a lot, some some film clips, check out a lot of still images, figure out what the stories were about a little bit and without spoiling it too much for when I do watch it. Cause it's on my list and it's amazing how well they recreated everything mm -hmm. from the television show. And that's the thing. It's everything. I mean, the, yeah. the sets were just perfect. Uh, and we, we talked about this more than once, the characters. It's like, I've never seen, like face characters. I mean, you can make, you can put someone in a Jason mask. You can put someone in a leather face mask like they did this year, but this is some, these are people for, by and large aren't wearing masks. Some are wearing makeup. Some are wearing masks, but by and large, they're human characters. They, they are from the show. They look so much like them. It was, it was like crazy. It's it was like, uncanny. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, yeah. it very much yeah. was. Yep. The, I was like, why is Lady Gaga a character? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, <laughs> you know uh, the, lady, yeah. the Lady Gaga in the hotel. Um, entrance where at the elevator, the first thing you see when you come in the hotel section, it's like, yeah, it took me several walkthroughs to like, just like, I knew it wasn't her, but it's like, it was, there's always that little glimmer in the back of my head saying, is, I know some, I know Penn and Teller have snuck into their house. I know other celebrities have come and gone without announcement. Is there uh -huh. any chance it's her? But it, obviously not, but it's like, that's how freaking good she, how much yeah. she looked like her. Yeah, and the, and how the, she the looked like and moved like her yes. too. It wasn't and just the look; they they all had the same characteristics and movements of of the the of the characters from the show. And the the thing about that is, we're I'm singling out one to start this discussion. There's three, and they're all yes. that yeah, that, they were all they're great. all dead ringers. Yeah. So yeah, that was I went I went back the the maids when we first went through the maid characters. I think is that's what they are, right? Maids? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Matt was raving about it after we got out the first time. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to go check that. I, it was amazing how yeah. accurate they got. It, yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Like, like I said, I know nothing American horror story. I love this maze. I just could not believe I, I couldn't think of, think of anything better. It's like, I didn't know what they were going to pick. Um, freak show kind of, uh, we, I think I know everyone I'd said before everyone may know freak show, show freak show is not my favorite, but I can, t I could exactly pick what I would put in freak show and make it work. They picked even better selections than that. So I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I really had no idea what they're going to do for murder house. Murder House is was like blew me away. 
Yeah. Yeah. The the things they did for and Murder it's House. It's been it's been several years since I've seen Murder House, and it just it brought all the whole story back. Right. <laughs> just those few rooms that they had in it. It was like, oh my gosh, they put they packed so much into those first couple rooms for that Murder House. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, the pig head dude. That one, you know what's funny? I like don't even remember him. I do remember him from a Murder House, but I forget that's part of Murder House until I saw it yeah. in that maze and went, "Oh yeah!" And I would have—I I mean, I wouldn't have picked that to put in there because it wouldn't have occur- occurred to me because I think of the kind of the thread in Murder House, and that's not—that is part of the story, but it's not part of the main thread. But right. I mean, it was perfect. I mean, it was absolutely perfect. I mean, because you could do the yeah. whole scene beginning to end and almost tell and, the entire yep. story. The only thing that was missing was a dude from Modern Family. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, they I did have his voice, first. though. He was the one calling here, piggy, piggy, piggy. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I don't that, remember though. that room because <laughs> it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> the first time the pig-headed man jumped out of the shower, I, I almost peed myself. Unfortunately, <laughs> it was it was humid enough in, in Orlando at the time that nobody would have noticed. <laughs> so I was just pretty safe with that. But, oh, my God. It was... Because uh, I didn't know what to expect from all this stuff, right? I, right. Okay, American Horror Story, great. And then who would think to pig head man? What? No. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Wow. And then the uh, Tate Langdon, the Evan Peters character. It's like I could not. The yeah. first night we went there, I was like, I didn't want to leave that room, which is that room freaked me out on our Unmasking the Horror Tour because I have a clear, I swear to God, I have a clear recollection of taking like at least a good five six seconds to get through that room and then we go through it in american horror story and it's like it is the tiniest not even room room yeah. it's so small it's like yeah. this really feels bigger when you go through it <laughs> this is really strange which is just another you know facet to how well they have this entire system down oh yeah it's yeah i i again um it, where did this fall on your lists? Like I, I rated mine one through nine. Where on your on your lists did the okay. American Horror Story fall? That's an interesting way to do this. Or do you want to do the the list at the end? I'll say it's high. How's that? Yeah, it, that's yeah. That's I, I'll say it's high too. I say let's do okay. our full list at the end. Yeah, it's okay. high on my list. So for me, say, um, yeah. as much as I raved about this, it's still mid to low. Really? Okay. That's how good the mazes this year were. Yeah, exactly. Yep. This was, I will tell you, rating everything, everything, save for maybe the first two houses on my list, was the toughest rating I've done yet in any of these. Uh, Rating the mazes was the toughest thing I have, toughest rating I've done too, yeah. All right. From there, I think we went over to The Exorcist because we were in that area and we were like, well, let's get this out of the way because we kind of knew where that fell. Yeah. And and again, I think from our from our uh, instant reactions, it was you know don't do it first, don't do it last. Yeah, wherever in the middle, just do it then. And this yeah. vastly improved from our first walkthrough. It did. Yep. It did vastly improve from our first walkthrough, but I will still say it was it was not a very strong maze. Yeah, this is. Uh, I don't know. This is one where I was, again, my expectations probably exceeded what they could even actually do. I mean, we talked about a character walking up and down the stairs in a special costume and whatnot. And then when, you know, when reality sets in, we realized, yeah, that yeah. probably would have never Not worked in a million years. Yeah. 
So yeah. I wouldn't say I set um, myself up for disappointment appointment. And I wouldn't say I was disappointed. It was just it took me a couple walkthroughs to get what I expected out of my head and enjoy what they had. And I eventually did. Yeah, I I, yeah. I enjoyed it uh both times. It was fine. It was just um I relied heavily on animatronics that were unfortunately not they, they kind of took me out of the experience, some of the animatronics. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think that was my biggest complaint with uh, with the whole maze is that the animatronics really took me out of the experience because they they just weren't that good. Yeah, yeah, that's in the, that's a really good point. I think when it's not a character is probably the weakest point. Now, I will say the freaking Reagan dummies are like those are like yeah, they're well they're almost they're almost uncanny valley. It's yeah. like the one that's tied to the bed. It's like that's crazy how much how exactly that looks like linda blair in the movie yeah but then when you go back and forth maybe that's what took me some getting used to i don't know i don't know yeah i think like like quint said it it, some of it was the animatronics that kind of take you out of it yeah okay true yeah that yeah yeah i mean not again not not bad just not my favorite this year and there was the unfortunate unfortunate incident of the um vomit smell taking over the entire attraction <laughs> oh. yeah i mean like not, uh, not just the attraction the entire area yeah right? i mean i thought it was just my imagination <laughs> like the like second or third week or not even i think like the second weekend like i, I just must have it stuck in i we've, we've talked about this at way too much on stars and character i have like an olfactory memory i don't know how i have that i'm thinking it's just my imagination but then when we did unmasking the horror and they explained how it permeated the entire building and the alley i'm like okay it ain't just me it is it's here and i'm wondering if it's still there i think i might take a walk through next weekend that area (laughs) but i do have i will say i have one of my favorite stories of this year from the exorcist and i text you guys as soon as i as it happens i remind myself to tell the story and i actually put it in in some notes here as i went through the event i was in line and the, I don't know what night. It doesn't even matter what night it was. Um, and the girl, I think a boyfriend and girlfriend, or maybe husband and wife, but there, there were definitely a couple were behind me. And she kept asking, "Is this scary? Is this scary?" He's like, "I don't know. It's the first one we were, we're in. Is this scary? I don't want to be scared. Is this scary?" He's like, "I don't." He's like, "It's Halloween Horror Nights. It's probably scary, but I don't know how scary is the first one we went to." And this went on and on and on. So we go in the house, and she is screaming her head off for half the half the maze. Then half the maze, there's nothing. I'm like, either she's passed out or catatonic or something. And I'm like, they're still behind me. I can, you can feel when someone's behind you, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, they're behind me, but I don't hear her anymore. Okay. So my curiosity obviously is a little peak. So when we get, when we exit the house, I turn to see what's up with her. Right as I turn, she has lurched back to give him the biggest slap across the face I've ever <gasps> seen a human give another human. <laughs> And I just turned, like, I almost had a look of, of a deer in headlights, and the attendant, there's a security attendant, one with the yellow shirt, and a staff attendant in an orange shirt. They both looked, the, the one in the orange shirt covered his mouth, because I know he wanted to laugh his ass off, and <laughs> everyone was speechless. So I just, I kind of just heard oh the slap. I didn't hear him say anything, I didn't hear, hear her say anything, and we all just kept walking. I'm really <gasps> curious how the rest of their night went. Oh, uh, poor guy. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's why she was so quiet. 
I I can't top that one. So, um, <laughs> dang. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. I have better stories of yet to come. <laughs> oh, I can't well, maybe wait. I don't know. They're different. They're all different. So well, I got a couple ones here. So too, speaking yeah. of of stories, let's move on. I know we went to Ghost Town after that because there's no way we were not going to go to Ghost Town before we took our repository break. Right. So Ghost Town. Oh my God! From beginning, from from opening night to closing night, I couldn't get enough of Ghost Town. Yeah, we. Uh, we walked through that one the second time on our first trip through, and then it was the third time on our, on our second second trip with Karen. And I remember right. my reaction the first time I came out of that maze was just, oh, my God, that was gorgeous. Yeah. The scares were good. The mm-hmm. effects, the weather effect, awesome. <laughs> and just, it was so well recreated. It was just it was gorgeous. Like the costuming was gorgeous. The set pieces were gorgeous. All the props were really cool. Everything was just fantastic. I I can't say enough about this one. Yeah. I mean, we were in a town inside a building. It was incredible. I mean, the the thing that it was very cool. Still the thing that stands out to me from the last walkthrough that stood out to me in the first walkthrough was, and I didn't know this going into it was that all the characters were black and white, which just added a new, a different level to Uh the experience to me for some reason. And with that, I, the only story I had to share from here, it's not even really a story. One of the nights I went through, the very first character that you see, it's someone that, to- that, that jumps out at you before you get into the town. Before, it's when you go into the storm. So you walk in and you get rained and wind on. <laughs> rained and wind on? That's, let's go with it. You get rained and wind on. Uh-huh. And the first, first one, a, 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 character, a character jumps out at you, shoots in the air. And then a old lady comes, and you're in front of a of a like a general store. The old lady comes out and she shoots that character, and she says something. It's usually a guy. It's almost always been a guy that first character. One night it was a girl with like red hair, like her her hair I think was naturally red, so it's that orange color, not you know mm-hmm. the one that you actually really can't duplicate <laughs> from a bottle, right? So it's that orange natural color. She had two two ponytails on her side. But her everything else was in black and white. And I was like, "Wow, orange, black, and white!" Wow. She huh. instantly became my favorite character design. I think of almost any That's Halloween cool. Horror Nights. It was like a perfect palette color. She was amazing looking. Huh. Cool. That's cool. Um, the first time I went through, uh, when you get into the saloon, the bartender, which both times I went through was a woman. Um, you know, low cut bustier, typical bartender in a saloon in in the time period she locked eyes with me and she <laughs> followed me down the bar and i'm like and i'm watching her because like and the the weird th- you know i'm like okay well this is freaking creepy to start with right and she's just got eyes on me and we get to the end of the bar and there's a post and i go past the post and she looks at me just quick second and then she glances upward so i look up of course and of course there's a character <laughs> in the ceiling right yes. there and he's just like Argh! and i'm like oh it just just completely <laughs> set me up and got me so good yeah that is one of the great yeah. sequences of scares if you're there at the right time you get the you get the piano you get the gunshot and you get the uh the ceiling the guy, guy you know what top. to call him yeah. yep yep he was, got me too it was just oh, yeah. so good yeah that is there's there's uh, i mean We'll do a walkthrough eventually one year, and and for brevity's sake, I, I don't want to do it tonight. But I want to, I want to, I do want to talk about some highlights. You walk out of that bar into a town. That town was freaking yeah. amazing. Yeah. 
you go from outside to inside to outside, but you're inside a building. Yes, exactly. Yep, it's, it's <laughs> incredible. Yep, and the uh, I mean the town is amazing. There, there's it's so easy. Then you go underground. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. go out of the town yeah. into a gold mine. Like, it's so easy. That's my gold. <laughs> they're so easy <laughs> to see something new on that every time, and I did, and. In fact, case in point, the very first time Quinn and I went through, we were so uh, in awe of what we were seeing. I did not notice until the second night I went, maybe even the third night I went, that that mine that we were just talking about, they have that mirror effect that they do so well. It's like it totally passed by me the uh-huh. first time. Oh, I, no, I noticed that the yeah. first time. Oh, I'm sure. Those, yeah, those yeah, yeah. With my yeah. Eyes. yeah, yeah I, they, they immediately fuck with my eyes. Right. So I, <laughs> I, I got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> No, I'm sure some people did and some didn't. I didn't, which which is just adding to the fact that there's so much going on in this that it, that you can miss something, which is a very cool thing when you go more than once. It doesn't get necessary. Everything doesn't get boring. Some things, I don't even want to say anything was boring, but it's like I would kind of be more people watching towards the end because I knew scares were coming. Ghost Town, it was almost like going through the first time every time. And I love that about this. Yeah, Ghost Town is is uh, it's very high on my rankings. Yeah, me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, if I'm not mistaken, we did squeeze in. Did we squeeze in Walking Dead before we went to the repository? Yes. All right. And even if we didn't, let's squeeze it in. Let's get it out of the way. I don't want to come back from repository and talk about Walking Dead. Uh, no. But so it's. Let, let me. I know. Let me say I, that the I Walking. I did not set this up well, but go ahead. <laughs> Actually, you did set it up well. I really, really liked The Walking Dead this year. I was really down on it last year, and I made no secret of that, especially in our recordings. Uh, that last year, I didn't think they that Orlando did a good job with it. They did a great job with it this year. Um, it was all of the seasons they could pick from. They picked new, exciting rooms to do. They didn't redo too much stuff. Some of the stuff they redid because, well, they, they just... And one of the things they did, they improved upon... Still not as good as, as <laughs> yeah, LA did it, in my you opinion, know, but they yeah, did improve it. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, there was a lot of good things about this one. And if it keeps bringing people, I'm, well, I'm okay with them doing these mazes as long as they keep the quality up. Ah, see, I keep forgetting that part. You're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. But it's, uh, I, I can't believe I'm saying this because I have been like the biggest walking dead defender apologist but i think i'm walking dead out after this man <laughs> it was better than last year it was a lot better than this year it was no 24 it'll never they'll never i don't think no. do 24 because they'd have to they'd have to make it their biggest house and i don't think they're gonna do that again unless we're in a season finale a series finale of it yeah. then maybe but they're not gonna make it their biggest one again at least i don't think they are i don't uh, the thing is, I got good scares. I got good zombie stuff. I got all the little hints and stuff that I wanted from The Walking Dead. It was just, it was a good zombie house. Yeah, no, I it, it, I liked what they picked. Um, I did think at first, and I think it was because I was, I think, again, being a Walking Dead apologist for Halloween Horror Nights, when I saw the Terminus scene that you were talking to that they did better than last year, I actually said on a recording they did it better than Hollywood. Well, when I went through it again, I'm like, no, they didn't. I was just trying to overcompensate for <laughs> last year. Still, for last year, still. Mm-hmm. But yep. But again, uh, you know, it was. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it, it's not high on my list, but it's not high I, on mine. But it's, it's an improvement. It is. It was an improvement. Mine either. And it was good. Well, you know, you don't like watch the show, so I don't think. Right. If you don't watch the show, it was not a great zombie movie. 
yeah. or, or zombie bees. What did right? you what did no, you think of all. it, Karen? Like just in a big broad stroke. Review. I was not impressed. Okay. <laughs> at all. I was not I impressed. Was, yeah. And, and I can totally see that because this is catering to fans of the show uh, more than American. That's what Horror I figured. Yeah, you know? That's what I figured. Cause I, I'm sure there's a lot of things in there that I didn't get, didn't understand. Cause ah, not watching it. I, I'm obviously not going to get it. Um, yep. And even but going see, into it as a, just like a regular zombie house didn't really work this year either. Mm. Like, see, I and mean, that's the, the thing. I think that made American Horror Story so much better is that I didn't have to be watching that show to get a great story and a great uh, experience out of it. Right. Whereas The Walking Dead, you really had to watch the show to actually get a, yeah. a pretty good experience out of it. Hmm. I, I think that, that really says. Sees, yeah. I think that really says exactly how uh, what the quality of the two mazes were. Yeah. Yeah. The only story I walked away with this, and this could have been any house. I just happened to be behind, be behind this guy. This guy like had this, maybe he was playing around, but it, he was doing it so naturally. He was there again with his whatever girlfriend or wife. And every time he'd get scared, he would, sh- he wouldn't, I, I'm going to say push, but it's not, he wasn't violent. That was just the reaction. He'd like, he'd be already holding on to her. But then his arms would go out and he'd be pushing her forward, like to the point where like he almost knocked her over a couple of times. But and I was like, I was laughing and he kept looking at me, laughing at me, laughing at him. And then we got out at the end. And he's like, God, I do. I'm like, you were the most entertaining thing I saw all night. Thank you for that. And then that's where we left it. Uh, that's awesome. So that was fun. And that is how he will survive the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Just pushing his wife in front of him everywhere he goes. <laughs> Maybe he was practicing. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's why he's asking me how he did. (laughs) You, sir, have a 90% chance of survival. (laughs) And then she slapped him. Oh, wait. No, that was exorcist. (laughs) So from there, we were just about upon our appointment for the repository. So we may have gotten a drink on the way over. I don't know. Not knowing that they're serving drinks at the repository. But either way, we made our way to the repository. And uh, I don't know where to begin with this. And I mean that in the best way possible. This was well, so cool. I think this is a, it's kind of a little bit of a chronological thing we have to do. Here. Yeah, there is because there's stories for like every step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and the first thing they do, it, which is, and, and the first thing they do is a giant w- masterful piece of misdirection. <laughs> um, for most they, of us. Well, yeah, yeah from one of us sat there and went, yeah, you guys go ahead. We <laughs> sat down at a table and they, they asked if we wanted drinks. So we got a drink. They provided snacks if you wanted them. Uh, of course, it's theme parks. You pay for them. I don't mean they provide yes, them. They, they, they offer, offer them. them. Yes. <laughs> um, and then there's all of these pamphlets and things. Oh, oh. And the other thing that you have to do is you have to sign a waiver. Yes. Because the characters actually get to touch you. Yes. Um. And there's all of these pamphlets and things that, that are very disjointed, but sort of talking about all of these artifacts and, and well, they, things like that. They introduce it as your mission briefing. So it's like, okay, yes. obviously right. there's something in yeah. here we need to know. And there's a lot of text, like a lot oh, of text. Well, there's dates all over the place. There's measurements. There's, you know, number building numbers, addresses, all this stuff. Numbers. And Matt and I are like... <laughs> You said numbers. That's the first thing that stood out to us as 
engineers were like, okay, they're not typing out the 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 letters like you would in a proper form. They're putting in the numbers. So let's the numbers must mean something. So we're sitting there starting to memorize, starting to search for patterns, way overthinking this, as we'll find <laughs> out soon. Right. We're trying to remember as many numbers as we possibly can. We're trying to remember names and, and different things like that, looking for patterns, looking for where well, you know, the camera intersects yep. with this, with the it just Every Everything. time there's a word in bold, we're sitting there. What's the word before? What's the word after? What are the what, are the fir- what is with the first letter in each word that's bold in every single document? Yeah, and Karen's like doing some of it too, and and uh, Kevin, who's with us for for this adventure, he's sitting down, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I tried to pass him some of the papers, and he's like, nah, it's yeah. like not gonna remember any of it so it'll just <laughs> clutter up my brain with shit that i don't need and won't remember and he's like i'm just gonna have another drink and i'm like yep. he, okay he well, sat that works. back and enjoyed and his like, beverage well then we knew that we knew that we were going two at a time and i'm like oh well i'm glad he's going with karen good <laughs> yeah exactly because <laughs> we thought we were gonna, <laughs> right. think we were gonna get right. to pick who we go with and i'm sitting there looking at him like would you read something come on we're gonna lose <laughs> and, and <laughs> It, it might be about at this point that we realize that there's um like display displays on foam cardboard backing like newspaper articles uh pictures of of artifacts there's like a dozen things on easels all around us with spotlights on them we're like oh Shit, oh shit! That's got to be that something. Was <laughs> yeah, that exactly. So we jump up and start memorizing everything we possibly can <laughs> on these boards now. And it's at this point that I started fucking with the chick across the table from us because <laughs> she was she was obviously um, very uncomfortable and very nervous about this. And then when she got the waiver, she's like, what? I have to sign what? Oh, yeah, they're going to be able to touch you. And she's like, what? <laughs> and she's just freaking out. And well, I probably didn't help matters. No, um, you didn't. <laughs> and no one stopped you from doing that. So we're just no, as no, much to fact, blame. In fact. And well, and in fact, the, the people that she was with kept encouraging me. So <laughs> I, I just kept doing it. Right. Oh, um, you did help in one matter. You helped her finish her drink faster. I did. Yes. <laughs> she sucked that thing down like. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, it was it was good. Uh, very, very fun when you get to interact with with different yeah. people. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And I mean, I know some of it was acting, but when we got into it a little further, some of it was not. Right. It's the first time. Anyway, um, from there, uh, your your brain is loaded with a lot of knowledge, and you know you they they take you out and they you enter the repository. Yeah. Um, Uh, Did we enter? Was like I think four groups at a time, right? Or three? uh, Three. It was three. Okay. It was yeah. yeah, Four seems a little many. We were so there was twelve of us in the repository and the. The performer, the scary, I don't well, I think scary, the uh, performer, whatever you want to call him. Performer. Two, two well, there's performers. two performers. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forget I, about, you know what? That guy was so in his role, I forgot he wasn't an actual but I, security guy. I got him to break <laughs> his role right when we went in. He broke role because I gave him a salute and he almost <laughs> he had his arm halfway up and grinning and then he put it down and just went back into character and it was like, I <laughs> got you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you've got, uh, the guy that we were talking about is a security guard and you've got a crazy doctor. Oh, yeah. Outstanding yeah. performer that we had. Oh, he oh was, absolutely. He was great. Good. 
Um, and he just goes from tangent to tangent to tangent. The room is full of objects. He's, and these aren't screwed down uh, yeah. like normal objects in, in the mazes. These you can pick up. Um, and he's just going from one to another and starting story after story and interjecting weird things in between. And then it's like, like he, he, yeah, he would change his demeanor when he says something. And it's like and another another fantastic um, misdirection because ultimately i mean well i mean i guess it's suffice it to say it's it's not necessarily important it it was misdirection but he actually did mention that it was all about the colors there was i was Mm -hmm. just gonna say the only time he did one thing differently is when he covered his microphone and said it's all about the colors and whispered it to each one of us that was the only time he ever did that and that was the only time that was any that was any of all the stuff we've talked about so far was relevant and also what we did Quinn and I yep. wasted a but, tremendous amount of brain power, which we didn't have after all those drinks, <laughs> for no reason. But he, by the time he actually did that, he had gotten your brain so spinning about yes. all oh, the yeah. objects yeah. in the room. Yes. And he sent us on a treasure hunt in the bloody room because we were the last know, group to go. I got to stop you right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to stop with, with, with before we got too far. The the each the other groups before us went in, oh, I'd say about 10 minute increments, like 10 minutes. He mm-hmm. told a story. First group went in 10 minutes, went it went on. The second group went in. There was no interaction in that room with uh, any of the objects until like all of a sudden out of nowhere with no warning, he gave each of us a task to find something on the shelves that we, we were not ready for because the other two groups didn't have to do this. We were, I was spinning <laughs> like a freaking Tasmanian devil. So, con- so confused of what to do. It was, it was in hindsight awesome, but at the time it's like, uh, what the? Uh, I, I know I need to find a crutch. There's no fucking crutch. I just swear, I've looked at everything in this room, There's, and I, I'm now convinced in hindsight, Kevin was the only one who was given a task that could be done in that room. Possibly, maybe. But there's uh, two things that I wanted to mention. One was Kevin actually found his. Yes. Yep. Yes. The second thing was is that I was just the uh, right amount of drunkness to be doing this, and my brain would not. Yes. Engage and go. That's look. Yep. If any of this was important, those first two groups would still be. You here. are exactly right. Yep. <laughs> right. But my, br- I was just drunk enough that my brain wasn't saying that. So it was a perfect amount for me. Otherwise, I would have analyzed it way too far and known exactly that. Oh, this none of this means anything. So they suckered <laughs> me so good. It's, I, and it's a tribute to the actor as well. Yeah. And me, me and Quinn are spinning around mindlessly. And Kevin just his his was like a, a clock that tells no time. And he's like finds a. Uh, hourglass was turned over. He's like, huh, this? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, he, he pretty much aced the repository, yeah. uh, and he did nothing to prep. So, right, yeah. yeah, we were yeah. we just looked like stupid idiots. So, <laughs> Again. All right, from there, I mean, now it really starts. I mean, that all that, that happened, that really has... Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's part of the up. story. You're being told the story, but it's like you're still really not in you're not in the escape mode yet. So now we're led into the first room where we have to find, start finding our way out of this entire story. Well, we gotta, yeah, we gotta find a way through the story. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The first room, we're kind of in a holding area, which is kind of like a, a hallway where it's got some office stuff. And I think a couple of mattresses and we're just kind of waiting there and we think we're alone. And we're, by the time we're comfortable and chit, well, first, you know, we're man, we're manhandled by the security guard. That's, that's the yeah. first time you're touched. So we're there. He left. There's a bit of a break. We get comfortable. The second was, we're comfortable, this freaking character pops out of nowhere. He pops out of the back of the um, 
uh, file folding. Yeah, exactly. Drawers. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know where he came from. I saw him, but it's like I wasn't expecting him. So, oh god, no. Yeah, yeah. And he was. Uh, this is a. This is a been alone too long with my own thoughts character, which can be some of the most frightening characters they do with these <laughs> things. Uh huh. So and, he's. And, uh, Okay. One of the things that I wanted to get to with the the security guard, he was the, he's basically well, he's the second guy to touch you because the the doctor does oh, he poke does, you yep. in the chest yep. and stuff yeah. like that. But the manhandling that you get from the security guard is just enough that you're not in Kansas anymore. Toto is the thing you start picking up, yep. right? It's like you are, you, yeah. We're pushing you around. You're going to move into this room. If you're not moving fast enough, I will make you move fast enough. Here we go. Go and then, of course, you stand there, and it's like there was no real time thing, but it just gets. He did it really well. Like yeah. did, there wasn't yeah. much touch required, but y- you just were off. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yep, it was just enough. So he starts this psycho's character starts talking about keys and locks and escapes and keys is the main thing, and he leads us into a room, a dark room, and. He makes it clear we have to find the key to get in the next room. Then he turns on a light, and there are at least, what, 500 keys lying on the floor? Oh. And everywhere uh, on uh, every every flat surface in that room is nothing but keys? Uh, it was crazy, yes. Now, I think they were hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, probably. Too. Yeah, there was keys, keys, <laughs> they were keys, everywhere. keys. I mean, and that was I don't even know. I, I can't compare us. it to anything. Yeah. Yeah, and... Th- and then he points us to the safe, and I'm, I look at the safe immediately, and I look back, and as we start looking for key, I look at the safe, and I'm like, "Dude, it's a combination what, lock." What was what was <laughs> really cool about this is that they, he, they they did this really well too. They assigned people to things, and he pointed me at me to do the combination, and it's like I again wasn't ready for it. I had no idea what was going on, but at the same time, he was leading you three to the answer you needed to give me. So instead of sitting there wasting time. But without giving you the direct answer, they were very good at yeah. putting you in place yeah. and getting you to where you needed to go. And that well, I was- think I think he knew as soon as I started giving you numbers, he knew we we would be there forever because I was starting to go through the numbers we learned on the panel. Oh, right, yeah. And so, <laughs> right. Like, and so Matt and I were like <laughs> approaching the problem immediately, and then right. and he, he said he turned something. to us. He said something to us about looking at the walls. Or the it, looking for the answer on the walls, and as soon as I looked above your head, I saw two numbers with right an R there. and an L next to them, right, yep. like immediately above your head. It was like there it is. <laughs> now the the thing that this this might have been the most anxious I was in this whole event, or this this whole experience, because I suck at combination locks. <laughs> I like oh, always fucking over, you do I overturn them or I miss the number I, for my entire life. High school, the gym. Now <laughs> uh, there was, I used to, uh, when I had to actually handle money at a movie theater, it took me like two hours to open a safe every goddamn night. I was like, why me? Why did I get picked for this? But by some miracle, the numbers you gave me the first try, I did it. It, it unlocked. So thank God. And then inside, he's like, pull the key, get the key from it inside. I open it up. There's another, I don't know, 30, 40 keys inside there. But there was a skull in the middle on top of a couple of boxes. And next to the skull was like a, a skeleton Giant key, like the old key. time key. The, then yeah. that was the only one we had seen in the whole room. I grabbed that. He grabbed it out of my hand. And then he used that to open the box on the table. 
Right. And now this is where a huge part of the story comes in. Yeah. The box on the table gives you, uh, gives you each person in your party, an artifact, which is a square, which is a cube with a color. Um, and at that point, I believe is when they start rushing you out and, and, uh, it's suddenly, it's very, very important for you to go and see the, the next person, which is another nutsoid, uh, scientist. Um, (laughs) she, she also has some other problems in which she has an even more nutsoid scientist sitting in a chair, semi-restrained and, uh, she she has to subdue every once in a while with a kettle prod. Right. She's got a fucking taser that she's subduing him with. And 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 he wakes up every once in a while and babbles shit and starts attacking and, and she just tases him again and she starts talking about symbols and colors. She, and mostly about the symbols. The symbols, yes. And now here's the thing, and it I I knew and, and you guys probably did too, with all the color talk that the uh the the whatever the gentleman was the the mad scientist in the repository told us about i knew for a fact because there was a color symbol of i think i think of legendary truth actually on the bottom of everything she showed us i knew she was showing us something we needed to know but damned if my yep. mind wasn't such scram- freaking scrambled eggs at this point that it just was not holding yeah it. exactly yes. and yep. not not only that there was these tattoos on fake fake skin but it looked like real skin on a tray in front of us and i started pointing you at the symbols yeah and she immediately slapped my hand away and said, yes. <laughs> literally slapped my hand away and said, don't look at that. That's not important. It's important for you to listen to me. Of course, we're still, my brain is still looking for external things yes. to fill in the gaps, right? No, really, all we had to do was really listen to her. Yes. And it would yep. be fine. Yep. Oh, man. Because uh, so all these symbols match color. All of the, and it's laid out for you right there. Yep. Like all you've got to do, take a snapshot of that in your brain and you're done yes. for the night. Easy. You can go. And like you um, said, man, I'm, I'm, I can remember standing there tell in my head going, I've got to remember this. I got to remember the order. I got to remember the colors. I got to remember. I got to remember. And I must've been thinking so much about how I had to remember. I couldn't remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, you know, every time she would, you would get to a point where the information is starting to settle in your brain. She tased the dude and yeah, yeah, exa- yeah. go nuts to it. And you'd be like, what the hell's going on? Like all of it was just amazing misdirection. It, Such good acting. It was so to the point that it was so everything was so much was going on that I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the colors and I'm trying to do a word association. Like the first thing is, is it Roy G. Biv? No, it's not the, the colors of the spectrum. So I'm sitting there and my mind will not associate. It's like, it's like, I, I yeah. know that color is orange, but I have no idea what letter orange starts with. I can't do this. It's like my brain would not formulate any pattern. <laughs> that's how, that's how messed up they get you when, when you get to that point. And it's in, in the best way possible. It was so much. I did fun. remember one thing from her. That she said that we'll get into a little bit later, and yes. I I don't yes. know how I remember it. And if but you I hadn't, remember- we wouldn't escaped. Would not have right. escaped. I should say. Yep, we would have failed if if I hadn't remembered that one little piece of stuff that somehow she jammed into a splinter <laughs> of my brain somewhere. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, we're so not at this. 
at this point, you finally get into the VR. Yeah, I was going to say, we're not done yet. We're not even in the VR yet. We're about to be. And something, and again, it's like, I think an alarm goes off and another security guard comes in and manhandles us. Well, now they check. No, 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 no. Alarm goes off. She says, you need to go. She points at you and Karen. Oh, yes, because you two. I I knew somewhere the the colors assignments were coming into play here. Right. You two go first. You two pointing at me and Kevin go next because and I'm like, it was, but, but wait, I'm with Matt. <laughs> yeah. And, and she's like, I don't care if you don't know each other. I don't care if you're not friends, you and you and yep. you and you. And I'm like, it was, Oh great. This guy didn't study for shit. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing with Karen. Be real honest. Oh, see, I was thinking, I, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, God damn it. He's drunk. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. Uh, so yeah, the teams, this is how we didn't get to choose. This is how it was. The teams were blue and red and yellow and green. And that was it. You had no choice. We technically, yep. we technically did choose the teams. Well, we did, but we didn't know we were choosing we the teams. Up the colors. Yeah. We didn't know we were choosing yes. the teams, but we technically did choose the teams. Yep. yep. But yeah, so they, they send us into the next, um, and as we're leaving and we're like, what the hell she's putting us in these teams. The guy in the chair, you have to walk by him. He wakes up and she tases him again. And it's a good scare. Yeah. She yeah. got me good. Oh, and then we get into the next and the military guys take over yep. and, and well, military type security type guys take over and they're manhandling you. They're pushing you against the wall. I said against that wall, push you against that wall. And you know, and it's like, you're going to go in these rooms. You're going to be going into uh, some, what, uh, I don't even know some different eth- ethereal plane of something, and you need to find the artifacts, and you need to match up the artifacts with whatever this. You know, the scientists are going to be heading you up. Don't touch them. Don't touch anything. Go. Yep. And it's like okay, and we go in, and they split you up at this point. So Matt and Karen go away, and Kevin and I go into the room, and they line us up back to back, and that's when they start draping you with with the VR gear. And this, there's about a minute or two of setup and testing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not too bad, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's that long. Uh, yeah, it's not. I, I would say maybe a minute, maybe a minute. Yeah. Um, if uh, something they make goes, sure that yeah, they make sure everything's comfortable. They make sure everything your headphones fit. My, you know all my, that stuff. Mine was uh, probably the probably had the most questions because I was wearing my glasses, and they want to make sure that that everything worked mm. with the glasses. So that I think they had me do a couple more tests, maybe than everyone else. But it, that was like five five mm-hmm. more seconds. It was nothing. Right. It was not, and it yeah. worked fine. And it worked fine. And well, then the VR part starts, and it's like I, 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 I obviously didn't know what to expect. I say that a lot in this, but man alive, did it like over deliver? It was amazing. I can't, yeah. I can't agree with you more than than that. It, it was, it did exactly that over deliver. Yeah. Um, like the first one room was an office, an uh, ancient or old style office, right? Wooden mm-hmm. desk, wooden uh, uh, bookcases, books around. Um, oh, one of the other things that they do is they remove the cube in your hand and they give yes. you a wand. But then, yeah, and then virtually the cube is on the wand. Obviously, it's it's not right. It's, not, it's held in a, a yeah. skeleton uh, hand. Yeah. Um. So so you've got this wand that you're using that is that still your key. Um. Or your cube or your whatever artifact. Artifact, and, yes. uh, um, But it actually will interact with things in the virtual world. And that's the only thing that interacts with things in the virtual world. Your partner, you only see as a, um, a, a theater mask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, like blank, one of the, it's almost like an anonymous mask without the eyebrows. 
Right, it's a blank. Th- yeah, exactly. You know what it is? It's a, a Jabberwocky mask. mask, and I'm not making a joke. It is a Jabberwocky oh, mask. It is a Jabberwocky mask. <laughs> it's a Jabberwocky mask with a with a color glow around it of their icon. So I saw Karen yeah. as a green glo- Jabberwocky. She saw me as a yellow Jabberwocky. Mm-hmm. Right, and so we start. You start, and they're just like they give you very little direction. Yeah, yeah. So just, I start moving my wand around, and I start finding the symbols. First and I find the symbols. We're, you're, I don't know if you set it up. Um, we're, we're in an office, kind. Yeah. Of, we're, we're in a library office, kind of a research mm-hmm. uh, office. And so there's books, and there's yep. there's there's candle on the table, and there's all this kind of stuff. Um, and so I I brushed it over, and I found the first symbol, and I'm like, okay, so I got to find the symbols. And then I found the uh, the other two symbols, and I'm like. Nothing happened. And I'm yeah, like, exactly. <clears throat> that was the frustrating <clears throat> part. I kept finding stuff, yeah. but like nothing happened. It happened. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So I know where the symbols are. Now I got to put them in order. And so I started uh, uh, playing with them. And as soon as I hit, you know, I gave it some time and hit the one, it stayed. And then I hit the next and it stayed. And I hit the next and it stayed. And then the next thing happens, right? Oh, well, then Karen, um, so Karen must have figured that out because I didn't do that. Well, it's only oh, three. I so don't remember doing that. Many <laughs> we must have done it by accident. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, I think what happens is only one of you has to actually clear each room. Okay, like, only gotcha. one, one group oh, okay. has to clear each room. I so, do. You know, it's funny. I do remember. Uh, I, I I don't remember them going away. So maybe I happened to hit mine in the right sequence right off right the bat. Up. Yeah, and then Karen, um, maybe so, Karen started it or continued it, but somehow we right. did it by accident. So you know, I got that one real quick, and then what happens at the end of that one is the, uh, is the flames, right? The the, yep. the thing starts burning, mm-hmm. and you really start feeling heat. Yeah, I don't know, they must have heat guns or something right at your face or something, but you start feeling the heat, and you even a start hair feeling. Yeah, and then you start feeling it on your arms, too, because you can feel the flickering of the flame yep. stuff on your arms. I don't know what touch they gave you on that, but it was really cool. And it, you know, it goes away, and you're now suddenly in a um, graveyard. Yes, this one, as far as the character touches, was probably my favorite. Yeah. This one was pretty, pretty good with character touch. Yeah. I agree. Because every time you... Not necessarily activated something, but but across. I don't know what the triggers were because they weren't necessarily finding the symbols. But like when you you'd get near a, it was the bats. Yeah, well, I know. As I say, you get near a gravestone, and maybe you shine your light on a gravestone, and these bats fly out. When the bats fly out, they had like this. I imagine it'd be like a big one of those costume ostrich feathers, and they'd rub it across your face, and it was like it was so good. Just effective. a feather duster or something like that. Yeah, I think it, yeah it's something. It was something very light, but just enough for me to like oh, get the hell of me. Exactly. It was almost a cobwebby feel, but yep. with the wingy thing and, yep. and with the noise and the visuals was, it was good. Um, and again, you had to find the symbols on the tombstones. Well, that one I didn't find as hard. I knew what I had to do. I had yep. to find the symbols on the tombstones and we got that one pretty quick. Um, I don't know if it was Kevin or I, but, but both him and I seem to have, have figured out what we needed to do. And when, once we got them burning, we were good. And then it went to the, uh, Oh, at that point, um, it was it's the stone the platform. Bats. No, no, it's oh. the massive bats is the ending of the. Oh yes, um, yes, that's what tr- makes yeah. the transition. Yes, yep. Yeah, it's this massive bats, and then everything in your face, and they're 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 rubbing feather dusters all over yeah. you, and it's just it's really disconcerting. And then they switch you, and you're on this platform, stone like a cobblestone platform. Yeah, very old platform, very old, very high. 
Uh, it looks very high up over an ocean uh, with no sign of land. Right. And and I apparently there's a pillar. Yes. Yeah. So I don't. I never saw the pillar. Oh, okay. This, disconcerted me so much that I focused on the floor and I found the two symbols on the floor and that was all I found. Yes. And, as, I got, and as you found and then, them on the floor, well, go ahead. I, I, I may have talked right over you there. Sorry about that. No, no, go ahead. As you found them on the floor and they glowed, the stones would fall away from your feet and the ocean was under you. Now, keep in mind, this but, is VR. Yeah. And you know the exact room you're in, but I cannot help but like, Keep stepping yep. back and back and back yep. because it felt like I was going exactly. to fall to my death. Yeah, exactly. And and that was why I never knew there was a pillar. Well, the- Kevin figured out how to do it. I, he must have figured out how to do it because all I could do was look at the floor and scramble backwards and try and find stuff on the floor. <laughs> and I didn't know what I was doing, yep. but he figured them out and we were out. Right. And, yep. and I don't think it affected him as much as it did me. But I was like, Mm-mm. I am deathly afraid of taking a header off of this thing. This is, and then it just falls away. Well, the pillar, the pillar was either my artifact or it just happened to be the light was like yellowish. But when you pointed at it, after you found all the symbols, like the light shot off into the sky and then the pillar started to fall and crumble. And right about when it would have fallen and like kind of taken out the platform and you'd be dead. That's when the attendants ripped the VR goggles off of you. That's when you're out of the VR. Yeah. I I didn't see any of the pillar shit, man. Okay. I, I I couldn't, I couldn't look up. I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Right. Yeah, me neither. The effect was that good. The VR was, uh, I've never done, well, that's not true. I've done a couple of VR things before. I've never done one that affected me. Like I said, I mean, the, the, the fact that uh, the, really the biggest scare, the characters had nothing to do with. It was the fact that I kept like moving back from that platform because I thought I was going to die, even though I knew full well what room I was in. I couldn't yeah. help but move back. It was that primal fear because this, this mm-hmm. the, the sensory uh, sensation it was giving you was so real. It was so fantastic. And we're not done. And we're not done. Yeah, that's the thing. So they rip this stuff off you, and you're just freaked out because you thought you were going to fall to your death. And they push you out into the hallway really quickly and say, all right, you got, both of you got the other keys, so they give you the extra uh, color cube. So now we got six artifacts between now the four of us. Six between four of us and they're the, the dude is yelling at you and he's like do you remember the colors do you remember the order and we're like what the hell uh-huh. it's all about the colors it's all about the colors here's the here's here's how you do it and we're looking at him with these blank looks on our faces at least i was yeah, um, I do. yeah. Based, yeah. based on how we did when we first got into the next room i, I think all of us were like <laughs> and he's like you got it okay go put the put the artifacts into the right place in the temple and pushes you into this stone room that has this altar and the altar has six square blood things for each of the blocks and six lights. And the lights will tell you once you get three blocks into one side, the lights will tell you if your side is the right. Well, you get the right, right block in the right, right spot. The light will turn from red to white. Right. Right. And so uh, I don't know how we switched up, but Karen and I were paired oh, up true, on one yeah. side. Yeah, and Matt and uh, Kevin. Matt and Kevin were paired up on the other side, and so we started going through some of the combinations. And I and think I think our first combination was like all red. We're like shit. Well, at least we know yeah. where everything doesn't go. Yeah, right. And and it's like you know we're we're starting to play with it, and then uh, Karen and I finally got two that were right, and you guys had one that were right, and, and I'm like, and somewhere before that we got a two minute warning. 
Yes. And there's yeah, some, like, there's there's noise, there's probably music, I can't remember, but there's a voice counting down. So now we're down, we get to about one minute. And, and at this point, that was when we got, at about one minute, we got the two on our side, yeah. the one on your side, right? Yep. And then this is when you finally remembered what she said. Yes. <laughs> that the cool colors go on one side and the hot colors go on the other side. And I'm like, we have red. Give me your blue. Yep. And as soon as we got blue, ours went all three white. Yours yours were, were already one. You had one white, so yep. you just had to switch the other two. And it was like, boom, and right? 30 and seconds. It, and then she said 30. The voice said 30 seconds. And then one thing we didn't mention is that when you lock all them in, it takes like two seconds for like there's a trail of lights that go yeah. up to the light so you're like waiting it felt that uh, light. when she said like 30 seconds, seconds when she said 30 seconds and we swatched we switched our blocks it felt like like a minute it's like come on i know come on and then lo and behold white lights the door opens we freak the hell out oh my god <laughs> that was so much fun and there's another character outside yep. of there who's another God. insane scientist, and he was funny as hell. He was congratulating oh, us. I wonder if he had a bit for if you passed or Must failed. Fail. I'm sure yeah. he did. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Oh, that was and and the thing was is that you could now sit there and, and they had a bar, <laughs> yeah. and you could now sit there, get a drink, and watch other people in the last room. And I'm like, oh God, I don't even want to see what we looked like in the last room because that would have been, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was uh, amazing. I was very, very cautious going into this because it's the first, the first year of something. It's an added ticket to an already additional ticket event. Yeah. But this was so awesome. I, 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 I don't know what kind of reviews it's getting. It, it, the way they were pushing it at the event and the way they were pushing it on property, I don't think they're getting the numbers to fill it to capacity. I hope whatever well, the numbers were, it's, they were big enough to do it again next year because I really want this to be part of Halloween Horror Nights for years to come. It uh, was that yeah, good. This yeah. is like five out of five keys. Oh God, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Without a oh, doubt. Yeah. Yep. So the, the, I think um, if I had some, advice for her uh, for universal studios which you know whatever this is some dude with a microphone but <laughs> there were no ads through the event uh promoting the repository there were in the as, later as, weeks okay as yep. a, like as a last ditch sort of we still have openings for the repository yep. i would have expected that right at beginning of the night where they're selling the express passes they would have had an impulse buy area with a big screen that said these slots are still open for this many people do the repository right mm-hmm. yeah. um it, it was also far enough off the beaten path that it wasn't enticing any of the the impulse buys right like it, there wasn't anything that would remind you of it through the event and just i, I just think that there were a couple of things that they could have done that would not have been too expensive mm-hmm. that would have been able to, to promote the event a lot better and pull in impulse buyers. I think what would have helped a lot is if they had included one repository mission with all the ultimate frequent fear passes because you have returning guests that are going to talk about it and bring their friends. There's also like the whatever the top tier level is of the annual pass that already includes a Halloween Hard Night ticket. I think if they re- included a repository ticket with those passes as well. You mm-hmm. still have returning guests that would say it over and over again. So if mm-hmm. they were yeah. if they were stretching that much to fill it to capacity, that's not a whole lot more to give away considering how many people they could accommodate a night and 
probably would have yeah. helped. Again, that's that's my guy behind a microphone suggestion, like Quinn said. Quinn set it up. I was just continuing on with that idea. Uh, what do I know? I mean, nothing. But that's well, that's the ideas I mean, that popped into my head at the end of the event, and they probably had even better ones at the end for next year. And I think part of of what that I, I think part of what goes against what you're talking about is that they were hoping that they would sell out. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. That's what, this th- event enough. Yeah. That, and that's what know, I'm saying. This is yeah, this is all said in hindsight. I fully admit that you're absolutely, absolutely right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But you know, we talked to several. We talked to some listeners. We talked to some other people. Um, in fact, we, that night we talked to some people at the event uh, and asked us if the repository had been worth it. And we just told them, absolutely, go do it. It's so much fun. Um, but they were all on the fence because, you know, it is it was an extra 50 bucks. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're already shelling out for the event, you're already shelling out maybe for a universal ticket. You're already shelling out maybe for a fast pass. That's another 50 bucks. You know, for me. I, I, it's worth it. I mean, shit, I wouldn't be doing this show if it wasn't worth it for me yeah, to do exactly, everything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know, but if, if you're, if you're somebody who's just visiting and you're having fun on Halloween and you know, you're not flush with cash and every, you know, 50 bucks means something. Cause I'll admit I live in the Bay area. 50 bucks here is like 10 bucks in Ohio. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, you got to keep thinking about those types of things. Like, 50 bucks means a lot to some people. It, does, yeah. it might mm-hmm. mean gas for the week to get to work. So yeah. adding on that cost, it makes people think about it, you know? Yeah. Well, who knows? But maybe my- there'll be, maybe there will be a pass next year that includes it, like a, a series of passes. So I don't I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I really, I, the bottom line is, I mean, I, I hope whatever, if, if there was anything that didn't meet their expectations, I don't know that there is. I have a feeling there is, but I could be wrong. But if, if there is, I hope that doesn't dis, uh, detract him from trying again next year. Right. Because I think, because I think a year of it being out and being talked about and people remembering it and word of mouth is going to help a lot, especially in the Halloween Hard Nights community. It's a community that never stops talking. So this will be talked right. about in some form or fashion until Halloween Hard Nights 27. So I think it's worth trying again, regardless of whatever they feel it might not have lived up to in their expectations and maybe not maybe maybe it did in the end and that's even better that's even better and as a teaser we've got some repository focused stuff coming up on our show even we do Uh, we're going to be talking about it more because we loved it yes and you know it's something that that uh we want to promote we want to get other people trying it next year whatever they come up with next year and and go do it because it was so much fun (laughs) yes it was the the biggest thing that I can always say is that it was the most intimate Halloween Horror Nights event yeah. I have ever done. Absolutely. Uh, and it was it was so much fun to do with friends. Um, it was just... And it was so much fun to do with Karen, but I'm jump. Glad <laughs> <laughs> too. Yeah. Kevin was fun. Karen? Yeah, well, I'm glad Matt got her. <laughs> um, no, I, I. it was so much fun. Yeah. Um, without make, I think half of our recording now has been out of repository. We still have stuff to talk about. So, and we're going to be talking. Quinn, Quinn already teased it. We're going to be talking about it more in the future. So let's just save the conversation for later because we can talk yep, about we've it. We've beaten more. it to death. Yep. No, we haven't. That's that's and that's the good well, thing. Yeah. yeah, that's a good thing about it. So after we're done the repository, we headed back out. Now we were able to kind of hit our usual path, and we headed over to Halloween. Yes, we. Did. I'm sure we got a. Oktoberfest on the way. I can't imagine we didn't. No, I think we did. So, <laughs> Halloween, hell comes to Haddonfield. 
this was another one where my expectations were one thing and they outdid them. This I enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed the original Halloween in 24. So I I completely agree with you. Uh I think the Halloween in 24 was really good. I also liked the Halloween movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the Halloween 2 movie as much. And so I had reservations about what they were doing with Halloween 2 and whether it was just going to be another mm, whatever, right? Right. Um they absolutely knocked the socks off of me with this one too. Yeah. It yeah. had one of my favorite uh, effects in the entire event in this one. Yeah. The um, well, we'll get to that. We won't run yeah. through the entire house, but let's talk about. I mean, is enough Michaels? Not too many. Not too few. Mm-hmm. Um, enough change of scenery. Enough immersion. Um, the starting off with the last two rooms that we saw in the original Halloween. I'm going to say I probably wouldn't have noticed that if it wasn't pointed out to me, but I did notice it because it was pointed out to me. So that was cool. Um, Not necessarily necessary, but a cool touch. But once we got out of that and we got. Uh, It sort of set up the hospital, right? I was going to say it. That's exactly where I was going. So it was it was good setup for the for the story of Halloween, too. Yeah. And it it stays with the movie because the movie kind of that's true picks up exactly where you are absolutely right so so, i'm glad we're discussing this together and it did have the one thing i did not i said this in our instant reaction i cut it because i didn't want to spoil it for anyone it had the one thing that i wanted the absolute one thing i wanted and that was sam loomis screaming i shot him six times (laughs) (laughs) yeah i heard that every time i went through i was so happy And if you're behind anybody that was just a little slow, you heard it three or four times. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it three times. <laughs> so that was, I mean, there was the hospital. <laughs> I will say one thing. This is, I don't know why I remember the things I do. Um, some of the hospital signs, I was like, that's from Walking Dead last year. That's from Walking Dead last year. That's from Walking yep. Dead last year. That that kind of frustrated my own self. Not not that because they have. I mean, why on earth would you make hospital wing signs year after year when you can put them in storage? So, but when exactly. I noticed that, I was a little upset at myself. Or why, why do you remember that? You can't remember <laughs> patterns of numbers that you read on an easel that don't mean anything in a virtual reality attraction. But you can remember signs in a hospital in a haunted house. What the hell? So the thing is, is that I'm sure that the signs were used before walking. Yeah, they probably were. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, right. I, yep. I, I can absolutely credit them for saving money where they can. That's yep. just a it smart was Probably move. in Resident Evil, and I didn't notice. I also did not, I'm not paying attention to much, as much detail until last year when we started doing the show. So I will defend myself right. with that. So, oh, yeah. so in some ways better, in some ways worse. So, but uh, the mm. hospital, uh, well done. Nothing in there I would have changed. I loved every every Ooh, scare in there. Good. Uh, definite homage to the movie. I mean, they uh-huh. obviously love the Halloween series because they didn't take anything uh, and, and and leave it to interpretation. They pulled it and did exactly what they could do from the movie. Mm-hmm. That leads into the finale, which I agree with Quint. It might be the best, one of the best effects inside any of the mazes this year, and that is the hospital on fire with Michael Myers caught in the middle of it. Yeah, and the glowing ember walls was just incredible. Then they had the smoke effect, and he'd be chopping, you know, or, or slashing at you through the smoke from behind these burning ember walls, where you know the plaster was gone. It was just the studs left. Um, it was beautiful. It was so well done. I, I, I couldn't get enough. It was, it was great. Yep. 
one cool thing I did have to see because the uh, our unmasking the hard guide was talking about how some of it was um, blacklit, and it was blacklit. But once I knew that, I wanted to take a real close look at how it was all done. And once I did, I could see that the uh, most of the lighting effect were orange, like the Christmas lights that would be were mm-hmm. were placed in there, which makes sense. <laughs> but it's like it's always neat seeing how things are done. Uh, yeah. I hadn't really paid attention until after unmasking tour, and I wanted to say I was done. It's like it was effective, and and had I not been looking, I don't think anyone. I'm sure someone caught a glimpse or figured it out, but uh, until I looked for it, I didn't notice it. Which is, I'm trying to say, is how effective that room was. Yeah, uh, even well even after going through the unmasking and realizing what it was, did not bother me a single bit. It that that effect worked so well. Um, it I almost believed I was walking through a burning building. It yeah, was that right, good. Yeah. But out of Halloween and the Tomb of the Ancients, one of the only uh, the three we didn't m- mention Ghost Town was a one of their original IPs. But I think everyone knows it at this point. The Tomb of the Ancients is another one of them. Yep. Now this one, this one changed a lot since we saw it the first night. Oh yeah, uh, and we knew the first night some of the changes that would need to be made. The first night there was a lot more shit hanging in your face, and in fact, your glasses almost came off a they couple did. of times. Yeah, they, they they literally were being pulled off my head three times because there's so many yeah. of those rubbery vines on there. That's the first thing that went was there was if you hadn't gone opening night, there had at least twice as many, probably more vines in that room. I think more than twice yeah. as many vines in that yeah. whole maze. I mean, it weekend. was like it was like pulling at you the whole time you yep. were trying to get through, and it really gave you like that that Indiana Jones feel where you're like fighting your way through like these vines that are hanging yeah, over right. yeah. like you know cave entrances and stuff it really g- gave you that cool feel but it was i think it was literally pulling shit off of people so yeah um i liked it i i think it added to the the claustrophobic effect that they were going for but i totally understand why they had to to ramp it down <laughs> you know it's funny that was such a big deal at the um the media party about this having a ceiling and all yeah. that and that's cool. I mean, nothing wrong with that. But then I noticed later in the year when I was going through Exorcist and through the through the first bedroom, I'm like, this has a ceiling. And the next some of the other ceiling. stuff. <laughs> yeah, some of, but this was the first one that had a ceiling through the whole. I thing. know, I know, I know. But it just and first, I think yeah. What, what um, Mike Ayala had mentioned is that they they lowered that ceiling, and in order to yeah. do that, they also had to lower the um, sprinkler system. Yeah. That's why it was the most expensive. That's why it was such a big deal. Okay. Gotcha. Because they were they were really trying yeah. to make it claustrophobic. They were really trying to yeah. lower it and narrow it. I mean, they had it as narrow yeah. as the wheelchair laws will allow. Yes, that they had I remember, it, yeah. They had it as low as the laws will allow. And then they had all this hanging yeah. shit the first night and and it was um I don't get claustrophobic. I don't mind small spaces, so it's not the, the effect yeah, was I didn't, that good didn't on either. me, yep. but yeah. when it was clamp, when it was kind of cloying at me with the the vines and stuff, it was it was a cool effect. I liked it. It just helped enhance that feeling. I, I got the other thing. I got more scares that, the night Quinn and I went through because I was so distracted by the vines. Like I couldn't be on the lookout uh, because yeah. you get okay. Karen probably already knows this uh, only her second year. You kind of got you get an eye for where the scares are coming from. Sometimes they, they fool you, but right. but generally after you get a little bit of experience under your belt, you know your eye knows where to look for them. Since I was yep. constantly distracted, I actually got more character scares that first night than any other run through in that maze. And, and, you know, like I said, it, it just, it brought you into the, the whole feeling that you were in this ancient tomb mm-hmm. when, with all the stuff 
client, you know, pulling you back. Yeah. I liked it. it oh, was, I loved it. I, I, yep. Yeah, we we, talk, we pretty much talked about the vines, but the character design in here was awesome. Oh yeah, the makeup was so uh, well. Not even there was. I, what would you call that? I mean, the costumes slash makeup. It's yeah. it's a kind of oh. some are hybrid, some are costumes and masks, but all of yeah. it was really really good. They had a stilt walker character yes. towards the end that was just <laughs> amazing, yeah. and the um the 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 uh, ritual that the. the the human sacrifice yeah. ritual so good and it was the distraction for a really good scare too yeah uh just i loved this maze a ton and I, it ranked fairly high for me me too yep and there was a, like a nice little surprise at the end with the uh i don't even know what it was supposed to the lizard gator beast that i think it, i mean i don't know but i think it's a repurposed uh werewolf from american werewolf in london last year because it kind of moved oh. the same hmm. see i don't remember any of this from <laughs> really? house for some reason this house just does not i i can't remember hardly i remember bad. the vines i remember it feeling somewhat enclosed but yeah hmm. it, it just doesn't stick, stick in my you. memory yeah no huh. do you do you like those types of movies like the like the indiana jones sort of stuff and yeah the, i do me and that stuff oh okay yeah i was just wondering yeah. because that was that was the reason i liked this maze so much was that it was like it was you're actually walking through something like that yeah, and it wasn't ma- a matter of disinterest. It just, oh, okay. for some reason, did not stick stu- with me. Oh, no. okay. Well, interesting, there, at least. Yeah. There was one weird thing for me in this, is that the first night when Quint and I went, that first room that you went through, you could go left or right, but as Mike said in an interview, you know, one person goes and the rest of the oh, line tends yeah. to go the rest of the night. Well, Quint yeah. and I went, well, not Quint and I, but the line went left, so that's the way we went through. That's the mm-hmm. side they roped off the rest of the event, and I don't know why, but ever since that, ever since I ripped that off, that room never felt right to me because I had experienced it the first way a different way. I know it's uh, weird. It's just but supposed it's, to be going left. Yeah. I know that yeah. sounds weird, but it, it never that room never felt right after that. Interesting. Very strange. Uh, yeah. yeah it, it's, and, and it's one of those things where I can see exactly how that, that conga mentality just keeps, you know, once one yeah. person is away the congo mentality just everybody just go you're not even looking for another way out you're probably just thinking that's a character alley right right and yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep but uh, i don't know i lo- i really really enjoyed this one that one i hit almost every time as well in fact the only time i didn't was i think the last night just because i was running out of time by the time i got over there after i met my uh other set of friends because i was was uh determined to see the last bill and ted so but I went to that as often as I could and loved it. So from there, we went to, and this is literally the one that started off for 26. It was the first house revealed for, for 2016, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. man. I know, <laughs> I know at least Karen did not get the, to me, the most yep. awesome scene. Yep. Um. And I didn't even realize how this was done until they told us in the uh, uh, unmasking the horror tour. Um, but but yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, there was nothing that we expected or wanted that didn't get hit in this episode exactly. or in, the, in this maze. Mm-hmm. This was I said it in the instant reaction, and I hold this review. It is the most well translated 
what's a licensed house in Halloween Horror Nights yet, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. I know some, yeah. pe- some people really hate this house, which astounds me. Really? Yes. It has been hmm. on a lot of uh, uh, hype versus uh, ending um, ranking list. It's been towards the bottom and on the bottom of some, which is really surprising to me. Wow. 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 There was there was enough Leatherface. There was enough of the of the rest of the family. There was just uh, the, the the chainsaws just resonated through yeah. the entire building yeah. as you were going through the sprung tent as you were going through it. Um, every scene I wanted to see was in there. Every gory detail was in yeah. there. Just um, and the exit. They had not one. Not two, <laughs> three characters after the exit that yep. would just yeah. scare the fuck out of you. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, and man, I did when I. That's why I made Karen go through first because I knew it was coming. <laughs> and she comes out, and the first character come pops up into the guys in front of her and scares the crap out of them. And she's laughing at them. I'm laughing at that, him. You know? And then all of a sudden, the next character is just bam on Karen and Kevin, oh, and God. it was just. A, that's laughing. that was the moment that I almost peed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was just oh, oh. that was just brilliant because I, I I looked at her and I saw her laughing and I, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I'm like, this is going to be good. So <laughs> that that house, even without the chainsaws and the characters in it, when we went in it for the unmasking the horror tour, the house itself was decorated so yeah. well that it was. It was creepy even in the daytime. Yeah, they uh, really, really good job of of taking the source material and adapting it mm-hmm. and and making that feel just as creepy as as that redneck house would feel. Yeah. And there's, I have so many stories around this house. Now it is the house I saw most, but only by one. So it's not actually. You know what? No, it's it's uh, actually tied with Ghost Town. So it's it's not um, solely the one I went through most. But um, first was the. Uh, well, let me save that to last because it leads up to the story. Um, first, it was I, I was on the verge of getting into a hundred mazes through the at the event. I went, I think, fifteen nights, not counting the uh, media party, and I didn't count the media party on the ma- amount of mazes I went through. So I did a hundred. I actually did one hundred and six in the end. Which, when I mean, I know I think everybody listening knows I have the, the had the ultimate pass, which doesn't sound like a lot because I would have went every night, but I didn't go every night. I got the ultimate pass, so I'd have the freedom to go any night. I mean, I, apart from this show, we did a lot in October, and I had my hands in about 80% of it. So I actually feel fortunate enough to have gone that many times and, and did 100 houses. This was my 100th house. When I saw I had done 99, mm-hmm. I was like, Texas is my 100, period. End of discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, another thing I saw was the last night uh, of the last weekend, which we know that the creative team picks and chooses roles to be in there is a four foot mm-hmm. nine leather face i swear she couldn't <laughs> have been higher than four or maybe him uh four foot nine leather face it had to be one of the creative I love team. That. it had to be that is and that is so cool like yeah. i that is just like awesome running across something like that would be just a, a giggle yeah right it's like yeah <laughs> that's freaking great yeah. <laughs> four foot nine is probably an exaggeration but when you're waiting to see one that's taller i'm i'm just over six feet i'm bordering at six one and they're all taller than me when i'm looking up and all of a sudden it's like there's nothing there and i look down that's the that's that's why the exaggeration where the exaggeration comes in <laughs> Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, and then the last story was this is great, and it's unfortunate. I got to set it up because Karen doesn't know they did have the steel door slam, but Karen didn't see it because it must have just happened. Yeah. So, 
to set the scene, the door opens, a guy comes out screaming, Leatherface hits him in the head with a, with a hammer and then slams a steel door. When I went in one night, a tech had come right in front of me. I'm like, I didn't think anything of it because I know techs always come in and out of the, in and out of there. Well, when we turn the corner to where that door is, there's a Leatherface standing there and he's like, like, He's closing the he's he's opening it and like pulling it closed. It's only closing like a third of the way, and he's doing that. And it's like that's what the tech was there for. The door was stuck, but he uh. looked like the saddest Leatherface. Like open, close, oh. open, close. It won't close. Oh. I like, had a look on his face. You know, it was a mask. He's like, my door won't close. It was the saddest looking Leatherface you've ever seen in your life. Uh, from there, we went to Lunatics Playground 3D. You won't stand a chance. Chance's house. And I got to imagine this is the one Karen was pretty much waiting for. That night, yes. <laughs> I honestly, I I was a little disappointed. I loved that it was 3D. The 3D was great. It always is. And the house was a lot of fun. But I don't know. I think my expectations were set way too high. And then so, when I went into, I mean, I wasn't disappointed. I still loved it. I thought it was great. And I, I but it, I don't know. I just. One of the things that the, the time that we went to see it that I didn't like is that they had toned down the 3D gore a lot. Okay. Um, like uh, that first room that the, where the organ was coming out of the dude's chest, that uh-huh. was 3D the first time around. Like it was 3D. It looked like that heart was pulsing in his <laughs> chest in yeah. 3D, and it looked nice. really good. And there was a lot more gore that was 3D all the way through the house. And I don't know why they got rid of it. Uh, I, uh, it it actually this this house was toned down throughout and 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 almost every level with the characters in your face, the 3D. Huh. In fact, the 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 um. Uh, I think well, maybe not the stuff in the face so much, especially when they're blacklit because you could see it. But it, that this house seemed to be changed a lot for the worse. But maybe, maybe not on purpose. Maybe because they were having issues with people being able to traverse it, which is a concern as a house like that. Uh, that might be why they had yeah. to do some of the things. Uh, this one, this one, the changes made over the entire event were all worse. Sounds bad, but it's like it it, it detracted from the house more each time. Yeah, I mean it's a 3D house. You got to go into it liking either you like a 3D house or you don't. Chroma Death 3D is very unique. You either like it or you don't Mm -hmm. like it. I like it. I really look Mm -hmm. at the patterns and everything and the way they do their blues and reds specifically to see what they're trying to do. So for a lot of people, the 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 scale's already set. They're not going to like it. I again, I think even though there's chance, a lot of places in this house, it still didn't feel like her house save for a few rooms didn't feel twisted enough yes exactly to be a chance house like that there was like whether it be a level of of torture or psychosis or whatever it, it just was not quite high enough it was just missing that feeling of being in in her head and I think that the the original walkthrough that we had gave you a lot more of that because the effects were there and because all of that stuff was really in your face. I I honestly was very disappointed when we walked through it with you because you did not get the same experience that we did the first night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, I, I, one thing that was there for sure the night we went and I saw it only a few more times in the early weeks and then never in the end. 
Um, Karen, you'll remember this. Remember the German room in Run? The guy that yes. had the electric probe that he'd run across yeah. the wall and sparked his flight? There was one of those in one of the rooms. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you saw it. I think it was probably completely no. gone by the time we saw it. And that was really cool because the sparks are orange and yellow. They're in the red spectrum. So they felt a lot closer yeah. than they really were, which, again, might have been a problem for some people that, you know, are as used to how the effect is. And they might have stopped doing that. That was unfortunate because yeah. I thought that was a really unique use of that device. I would just wish people that didn't like 3D would stop going into 3D mazes. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. You're just going in to if complain. You like, if you don't like 3D, then just don't go in. If you're going to complain yeah. about it, just just don't go in. Yep. You know? Uh, th- um, there was a lot I liked about it, but it, the fact that it was supposed to be Chance's house kind of, I don't want to say negates it, is, 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 it's always in my head as I'm looking at the stuff I even yeah. like. It did not end up very high on my list. Yeah, one cool thing I did notice, like in the very last weekend, that paper doll room with the dotted lines everywhere. Mm-hmm. I noticed a yeah. pair of scissors, like following the dotted lines, and they were the caretaker t- uh, shears. <laughs> nice. That was pretty neat. That when I that's discovered that, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I'm glad I saw that before this was all ended. So yeah, not a whole lot to say about Lunatic Playground. I mean, it's 3D house. I enjoy the 3D houses, but they are a gimmick house. Yeah. You're you, you have a it's a different level of creativity but you're also it's a limited level of creativity yep yeah a restrained i should say limited is my maybe a little too strict it's a little restrained so but i mean i i, I think i might have liked it better than well i like some of it better than asylum I, that's the thing i can pick bits and pieces from every 3d house uh, that i liked better than others so there's always something in there i like mm. yeah no i this one did not hold up to asylum Really? Not you don't think so? Okay. Uh, not for me. It did not, not for up to, me. In between, it's it's hard to. In between is like the gold standard because that one was told a story a lot differently than any other one we've seen since then. But um, <laughs> I'm not going to Yeah, I mean, I was almost saying it was better than Asylum, but I don't think it's better. I think, like I said, I could pick and choose things I like and don't like in both. So I think that led us to Krampus. It did lead us to Krampus. This is, let me, you know what? Let me just tell my best story because it has to do with the entrance and it won't sidetrack us. We get okay. there's a couple in front of me that I didn't notice at all. They were just there. Wasn't paying attention to anything they said. We get inside the building and you if if you've been to it, you know you go inside the building before you see the facade. Inside the building mm-hmm. is that the warning standee. You know, people with heart conditions, yada yada yada. The guy goes, pregnant. He looks at her and goes, You're not pregnant, are you? And she goes, We'll talk about it later. And the look <laughs> on his the look on his face oh my God. was awesome. So this woman was either the funniest woman in Florida or it's oh shit for that guy. I don't know. Either way, I was laughing at that guy. Either she, like I said, pulled the best prank ever or I saw the most uncomfortable moment in that man's life. That's awesome. <laughs> that is great. Yep. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, very cool. Yeah. So, but then yeah, from this, there, now we go into Krampus. <laughs> this phase was just, it was so much fun. Yeah. So many good scenes yeah. from the movie. Yeah. Um, and and for me, the second time I went through it, there was these two girls behind me. I think, I think one of them might have been 13, maybe 15. The other 15, maybe 16. I don't know. But they were... Uh, Perfect targets, shall we say. <laughs> nice. 
they were getting scared by every little freaking thing and just oh my god it was hilarious they were pushing up against me the whole time just like pushing <laughs> trying to get me to go faster and then you know i'd see a character that had just gotten karen or something like that in front of me and i'd slow down and and when he get them i would stop and not let them go any further <laughs> and just like keep tormenting them i had awesome. so much fun <laughs> Uh, yeah. by the time we got out they were they were just they were done <laughs> i had in our instant reaction i had, and in my um uh blog review i did call this the fun house because this was fun this was fun especially yeah. if you know the movie uh yeah. the the uh yeah. cramp the uh elves they were the main characters they were great uh the appearances of Krampus here and there were great. I did notice one thing the very last night. I can't believe I didn't notice this. Is that the room the first time you see Krampus inside, the first time you see him he's on top of the top of the neighbor's house, I think. But then you go inside and you see him. I never noticed this. His left horn is too tall for the room. So like the last two inches of it is like bent <laughs> at ninety degrees and just <laughs> pressed against the ceiling. That was actually really funny. I can't believe I didn't notice that. Um, I was very happy to see that, as far as I could tell, every gingerbread man was intact from our, my first walkthrough. It's hard. It was when we did the uh, unmasking; it looked like they were all intact. Yeah, too. it's hard mm-hmm. to tell because that room is is a mess, and it's supposed to be. But really, the my main point is the one that was in the sink. That's the one you could actually touch. I mean, I, and I could see some drunk jerk reaching in and oh, yanking yeah. that out. I'm not saying they yeah. didn't, and they didn't have like fifty of them on standby expecting that, but. There, it was there the last night as well. So I don't know if it was the original, but whatever they did, maybe it was the original. Maybe for, I don't know, people are just jerks and drunks. So I'm sure someone messed yeah. with it, but it was still there and it was still working. So I was glad to see that. Um, the snow effects were really cool. The uh, yes. snow globe room. The snow globe room. I am so glad if, if for no other reason um, that we did unmasking is that that snow globe room was in there because there is so yes. many nods to Halloween Horror Nights past in that room. Yes. That you yeah. would that never, cool. you can't see until you go no. on one of these tours. That alone was no. the worth the tour this year. Yep. Um, I also had the best animatronic scare that's ever gotten me. <laughs> so much so, yeah, we made fun of you the second we got out of that house. That was on the. <laughs> Yeah, it was on the media night. Yeah, uh, it was on the media night, and it was one of the the melted snowmen. Uh, the second time you go on the outside when you're going back to the main house, um, uh, we were looking around. I'm looking around at the details, and I had no no inkling that this thing would fucking move. And all of a sudden, it lurches forward at me, and I'm like, oh, fucking just die lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Yep. Uh, that, I want to hear more about the woman making fun of you. Oh, well, that was, she was in our media group and she, I don't know what she said. You know, it's funny. We actually have the recording, but she's, she said something about like something about that oh, scared you one something in that vein. <laughs> yeah. Cause we were That's just funny. talking about it as she came out. We had just started our recording and we were meeting up for the next, <laughs> for the next maze. And, and Quinn's like, I got yeah. the biggest scare from a non character in my life. And she comes by, she's like, that scared you. <laughs> I saw that or whatever. She, I don't remember what she said, but yeah, like she that. was, she was gloating at me. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I'll own it, man. That, I don't know why, but it just startled the shit out of me. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed going through that as many times as I did. And then, and, and I, I did see the movie, so that helped a lot. I'm not sure what I would have felt if I hadn't seen the movie, because it's very movie heavily referenced. 
I'm sure. So I didn't see the movie until after. Oh, okay. The first time. The first time. And then I I had seen the movie by the second time. And it worked both both Good. ways. Okay, uh, cool. I okay. I didn't miss anything the first time around because I hadn't seen the movie. I didn't miss anything. Everything was really there. Um the only th- other thing I had to add to this one is that they had the cinnamon scent in the kitchen which worked out really well. Yeah. I, I the, the whole Christmas smell thing worked out really really well at that in the kitchen. Yeah. Yep. Better. Better than the vomit smell. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. God, yeah. Which, you know, is like uh, the ironic part about the vomit smell is it's like, oh, this isn't the first night Quinn and I went through. I was like, oh, this isn't as bad as I remember their vomit smell. But then when you get nothing but vomit smell from being and it's like, oh, get me out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Enough. Which is funny because you guys, I didn't notice it the first time we went through at all. But oh. then when we went through for unmasking the horror, I noticed it. <laughs> yeah. It's much more prevalent. Right. Oof. So that's it for the nine houses. Um, We did do Ghost Town again one more time because we had the time. And we hadn't used it. We didn't mention we didn't use our Fast Pass because it was like a five-minute wait. So we went ahead and used our our Express Pass on Ghost Town. That was actually by Karen's choice. So I was like really happy that she picked Ghost Town to go through again. Yeah, I I really enjoyed Ghost Town. But we, of course, we I didn't because I didn't know what order we did it did them in. We of course did all the scare zones together, so we need to talk about those. Yeah. Um, do we want to go through ratings of mazes first, or do we want to do all the ratings? That's yeah. you know what. Let's do that. Let's do that, and we'll jump on to the scare zone. So I guess we'll do it roundtable style. Number nine. I'll uh-huh. start. I said it before earlier tonight. I'm. Can't believe I said it, and I'll probably say it next year. I am Walking Deaded out. Walking Dead is number nine for me. Karen? Yeah, Walking Dead is also number nine for me. So Exorcist is number nine for me. And um, yeah, I, I just really, I, I thought that was a miss for me, and it's the way it is. And I but can't, I, oh, sorry. I will lead number eight off with saying The Walking Dead is my number eight. <laughs> and I was going to say, I can't fault you for your number nine because my number eight is Exorcist. Yeah, that is number eight, my number eight also. Okay, well then why don't you go ahead with number seven, Karen? Uh, number seven for me was Tomb of the Ancient. Ooh, And that's ouch. only because I, I, I don't remember it. I, it okay, pers- right. It yeah. didn't stick with me. It's not that I didn't Sounds- like it. It's this, I get it. It's that yeah. I, I can't remember it, yep. so that's where it fell. <sighs> Lunatics in 3D yep. is I, number seven for me. I'm with Quint, number seven, and I was like really like clenching my jaw writing that because like Karen is going to fucking kill me. But then when she said her review uh, of the house, I'm like, oh, okay, I think I might survive this. Yes. Yeah. Lunatics is number seven. This is where it gets hard. Real hard. Yeah. Really hard. This is number six, but by no means, I mean, everything I'm about to list on here would be a number one at any year before 25, basically. So with that preface, I will say number six for me was Krampus. That's interesting. Okay. How about you, Karen? Uh, Number six for me was Halloween too. Ooh. Well, uh, number six for me was American Horror Story. Um, only I think because I don't know the source material. Yes, then mm-hmm. I can understand that completely. Yeah. yeah. Which, which I will lead off number five, saying I agree with Karen. Halloween two was my number five, <laughs> even though it did have my favorite effect of the entire event. It um, th- there's just there's other good stuff, I guess. It's just 
it's not a knock on Halloween too. It really isn't. It's just that I, there's better stuff. Yep. Uh, and I'm with you there. Halloween comes in at number five for me as well. And again, it's, it's, it's not because it's bad. It's because there's so much more to talk about after this for me. Okay. Well, my number five, and I, and I'm sad to say this is, is lunatics Uh, asylum came in at number five. It just did not hold up Mm, to what I was expecting. That makes sense. Yeah. So then, and maybe if I had seen it that first night, it might land higher because that sounds like m- much more more of what I was expecting. To yeah. Say. It it may Could have be. made a difference. It may have. Yeah. So then, what's your number four? My number four is Krampus. Okay. I'm with you on Krampus for number four. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, you know. And this one is a surprising one to be that high on my list for me. I didn't think it would be from like before we, before I ever went to the event, I Krampus was, was kind of low on my, on my want to go see list, but Krampus was executed incredibly well and I loved it. Yeah. I can't argue. I mean, again, like when I said, when I, before I said Krampus was six, I had to give that preface because they're all so good here. And then my number four just surprised the shit out of me that it's my number four because I thought it would have been higher, but the other three above this are just that much better for me that I put two of the ancients at number four. Interesting. Okay. So, so oh, that leads right into my number three, which is two of the okay. ancients. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I mean, I think I know why, uh, Tomb of the Ancients was four versus three. And that has everything to do with you knowing American horror story and me not. Right. Um, yeah, that well then my number three another surprise and well you, I mean it's not going to take a genius to figure out the last two I mean the the last two are so strong that it, they had to be as strong as they were for me personally I know people are going to disagree with this list but these the, the last two after this are so strong that it actually puts American Horror Story at number three for me wow yeah I know okay. I was surprised too <laughs> yeah Karen well I I I have Ghost Town as number three okay. Interesting. Um, Well, that actually, let me take the lead on that then, because what I thought, what I would have thought the first two, three weeks of this opening was going to be my number one, hands down, no question that I could, this can't possibly change in the end changed and ghost town for me was number two. You know what? Um, the exact same thing happened to me. Ghost town is number two. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I, my number two is going to lead into Matt's number one. My number two is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yes, it does. Not just Matt's. Yeah. Nope. Anyway, mine too. Yep. 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 Yeah. Texas Chainsaw which Massacre. Leads, yep. Yeah. Which leads me, my number one was American Horror Story. And I There's, can't I argue that either. No yeah. argument with anyone's list. This is a hard nope. year to do, this is a very hard year yeah. to rate. And the only reason Texas Chainsaw Massacre came in at number one is I think to reiterate what Matt said, this is the best adaptation of a property that they have ever done. Yep. Yeah. They just nailed it. I think, well, okay. I think American Horror Story kind of ranges up right next to it. I think they were both very strong adaptations. And that may be so, but I, I, yeah, I don't have that. That personal, yeah, inner, right, you know, right, right, right. Yeah. 
TV, I mean, I don't disagree with you, Karen, at all. It's, um, I guess I'm taking a look at it as a whole story. We saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre, apart from the van on, the, on the road, we saw it from beginning to end. We saw True. a lot of great stuff from American Horror Story. And that's hard to do. Right. I mean, they had like, yeah. with three seasons, you got at least 30 episodes to work with, maybe more. I don't know how, how often they, how much they ran in the second and third season. So here's the thing. Uh, the top six of my picks, I really don't have any complaints. I know about. that's you're right. Yep. <laughs> you're absolutely. I, I mean, right. uh, I have some issues with Lunatics, The Walking Dead, and The Exorcist. I, I do have some issues with those, but the top six, I I wouldn't really do anything different nope. with them. Nope. I agree. I agree. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is a tough list to do, and so that was just the houses. We still need to talk about the scare zones. So let's do the scare right. zones here so i don't know how we want to start these because i don't know what order we went into so i'm going to start this off with just saying uh i think this year was a little bit of a weak year for scare zones um uh, normally i'm really really into the scare zones i love them i love going through them multiple times and just doing stuff uh not as strong as it has been in past years um and i think we can we could probably uh, we can probably start this talking do we want to just start the ratings go from that's number five and yeah. talk about yeah. that yep, that's, a, that's a good way to yeah. do it yep okay so karen what was your number five my number five was survivor die okay okay that that made it to number four for me that's that's my number four uh, as well and i thought it, the biggest thing about survivor die this this time around was that i thought it was too empty yes that yeah, that's exactly no, yep no choke points, really. Um, they yeah. didn't direct you down that missing alley where the third dude, what the third thing was yeah. like, they had another tower yeah. down there. Um, and it was, it was kind of character empty. Yeah. And, uh, it, and yeah. it, it really lacked the, uh, the extra, I don't even know what, what it would call. Cause they weren't necessarily stage shows. There were stage shows in a sense. There was, the, the the things that they had in Shady Brook, I know you're not going to do the same thing again, but I mean, they did have the Shady Brook stuff was fun. I mean, you took everything was yeah. a little twisted Christmas or uh, Halloween stuff. They yeah. had those guys on the platforms, but they were talking about the story. And I'm like, I'm, I watch, I tried to watch each show. And I'm like, I don't care about what he's saying. And I yeah. move on. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and even with that, when it was last year, they had, they did have more characters walking around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. They had much more. And wow. I think this character budget was blown on the mazes this year. <laughs> Maybe. I really do. Yeah, could be. Um, so my number five was actually Chance. That was my number uh, five he, as well. Sorry, Karen. Oh, uh, that's all right. <laughs> I didn't really think that there was a lot there. I thought they could have done a lot more with the other platforms than that's, just having that's the like thing. mannequins those, in them. Those three platforms were a huge disappointment. I really expected yeah. there to be other chance-inspired photo ops characters. I thought that would be a real opportunity to do some really unique character designs. The stuff in there was neat, but they still could have had people in front of that stuff. Uh, that was I think a that, huge missed opportunity. That, the the chance the many chance shows that she was doing were okay. They were not a replacement mm-hmm. for a good show. Nope. Um, no, I did like not. the interaction that Karen had with Chance. It was fun. Twice. <laughs> uh, chance yeah. was trying to make her pee her pants. That was yeah. hilarious. I did. I like. I, I'm glad that Karen got two uh, opportunities with Chance. That I was happy for mm-hmm. her for that. Yeah. Um, I will and- say the funniest part of the entire night was. Um, Karen was a character was fucking with me in that scare zone at one point. 
And then Karen, after he left, Karen was like still mouthing off, and you missed Chance's arrival. <laughs> so I pointed, I pointed out Chance to you. I'm like, shut up and look. And you did like a fucking 10k in place because you were like so excited, like a little schoolgirl, to see Chance. That was one of the highlights of me for that night. And, and we got her snorting over it. Yeah, That's no, I heard awesome. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna let that go, but yep, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that ended up at number three, and it pretty much only ended up at number three because I I got to have those interactions yeah with chance um yeah. other than so was, uh, otherwise it would have been number four what was your number four my number four was uh dead man's war oh really when we went through there it, it was similar to survivor dive there was not much going on you know what there weren't hardly any characters or anything so i don't know if we hit it at a wrong time interesting there's there's we just moved through it too quickly. This was, I'm going to say this, this was a lot more fun when Quentin and I went and a lot more fun uh-huh. the last nights. Those peak nights, that was a damn choke point and you were, you didn't get to see shit if you didn't go at the very beginning or the very end. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was it was kind of a choke point, yeah. but um, I loved the visual effects in that. Yeah. It was it was really, really cool. The way that they simulated like the, the sea with the the lights and then the, the smoke and all that stuff. I, yeah, that was, that was yeah, really I didn't, cool. Yeah. I didn't get any of that. Well, mine's, I, I, I kind of groaned when Karen said that, but it's not far from my list. It's actually my number three, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Dead man's wharf is your number three. I know. That's interesting. I know. Banshee. Banshee is my number three. Okay. Well, that's fits okay. right in with mine. That's my number two layer of the Banshees. Uh, okay. That ended up as number one for me. Oh, really? That's oh, great. Really? Yeah. I always, yeah. I, That's cool, yeah. I always love I, Central Park. The lighting in there yeah. is amazing, and and yeah. The, yeah, it's one of the, it's another one of those things. It all depends on what you like because people complain it's the same thing every year. Well, I mean, yes and no, but it's like it's going to be unless they cut down the trees. You know, <laughs> what do you expect yes. them to right. do? Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? But but I I I mean, no, it's it is a choke point every year, and it's got the smoke in every year. But they do really cool things with it every yeah. year, and they get to light it differently every year. Every year. Yeah, uh, I I love that area, and I do like mm-hmm. Banshee, but. I, you know, it, it just for reasons that'll become apparent later, it came in at number three. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's my number two. I really find nothing wrong with it. My number one, there's kind of a reason it's number one, which we'll get to, but two, I mean, the, the characters are great. Uh, the very first one we ran into the, uh, like the cat lion tiger face or whatever. It's like, I would you just mind standing here for like ten minutes so I can look at yeah. how incredible this makeup is? They always do great characters. The lighting is always fantastic. It's, it's always one of the fun. It always gets my. I always get the the most. I'm not a photographer, but I always get the um, really nice artistic picture there when we take our walk through Central Park and take a shot at the mm-hmm. lighting. I will say last year's lighting was probably better for that shot, but that's I mean you yeah that's not what the lighting yeah, is for. Yeah. That's just something we yeah, stumbled no. on. So that's not yeah. a complaint. I don't have a complaint with Layer of Banshee. The reason my number one is number one, well, we'll have an explanation behind it. So what was your number three, Karen? My number three it was the uh, chances. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So number two, I th- which has got to be Matt's number one. So we can <laughs> yeah. talk about Dead Man's Wharf a little bit, which is my number one. Okay. I thought Dead Man's Wharf, um, uh, mostly for the costume design and for the special effects. 
Um, I have I have a live uh, an iPhone live photo of that place where I got the lightning and I've got yes, the swirling I smoke saw that, effect yeah. and all that. And and that picture alone epitome is the epitome of why Dead Man's Wharf made number one for me. So we know what Matt's number. What's your number two, Karen? My number two is I th- probably Matt's number one is the Vamp Fifty Five. Yeah, I that one was a lot of fun. I will I will admit right now I was wrong, dead wrong yes. about that, and that is yeah. probably why all three it's of my, us. Yeah, all three of us actually, and that's probably yeah. why it's my number one because it it won me over instantly. And then it had me, and then it also drew me back. It's like that was one yep. I I could not miss. I was like, I have to see if this particular character's out. I have to see if they're doing this again. It was exactly what we expected, but it was executed it was, so well. Exactly, yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> I, yeah. I just, yeah, it was fun. It put the fun back in Halloween party, and the scares were good. They had yes. good choke points. They had places where the characters could pin you in, and and all that stuff. And it was just. It was what I want from Scare Zones, right? It yeah. was, it was fantastic, and the makeup was killer. Yep, yep. I got the biggest scare of the entire event when I was walking through with a beer, and the principal said, "There's no alcohol in my school, sir." I'm like, "Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's not cool." Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's um, let's move to the shows quick okay yeah we don't we're gonna when we get to our year coverage we'll do them in detail um i will say we were a little down on bill and ted on our instant reaction it got a ton better when you and i when i'm sorry when all of us went together again that is my first note is it okay yep it it improved a lot and and i use a lot from matt (laughs) right (laughs) uh it it was the first time we went uh, there was a lot of misses for jokes. Some of them fell pretty flat. Um, the, the the choreography was good. The first time choreography was fantastic. The second time as well. The dancers are always really good. Yes. Um, but the jo- some of the jokes just fell flat the first time. They improved those a lot as as it passed. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, it was it was actually a lot more solid the second time around. The uh, for those that don't know, and I, don't, I can't imagine many people listening to this don't know, the last show always goes off script quite a bit. In fact, it was almost a double the runtime. Well, it did have an introduction. It did have an introduction, so it took up about 10 minutes. Um, Jason Horn came out and talked about the show and thanked everyone for another great year. Um, but it still ran long because of the kind of off script stuff, and that's a lot of fun. I don't have a lot to say about Bill and Ted. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it when we do the actual year coverage. Exactly, and, yep. Get through the jokes, but... Uh, it, it did improve and I liked it. Yep. I do. Yeah. I want to say this. I know um, last year I was kind of like when I saw it, I was underwhelmed. I didn't find it all that entertaining or funny, but this year going in, knowing what to expect, I found it much more entertaining. Oh, cool. I think that if you haven't seen it before you go your first year, it, it, it may just fall flat. But <laughs> once you get the idea of what the whole ideas just a dance party and have fun and (laughs) have some fun with some pop culture it it makes a lot more sense and and you can have a lot more fun with it for sure well that's good that's good because it is a staple and it it doesn't feel like you've done the event if you haven't gone to at least yeah yeah so uh, there was the other show too academy of villains um another one we weren't so (laughs) excited about at first (laughs) and i wasn't that excited about it (laughs) after 
I think it's a huge miss. I don't see, I don't see what everybody was raving about, about it. Um, I think they could, I think they should leave it out of the Halloween Horror Nights event and get back to doing things like Carnival of Carnage and Carnage Returns. I, I just, I, I don't like it. This My one, opinion, I'm allowed. Yes, exactly. This <laughs> yes. one grew on me. I mean, it took me a lot to go see it. In fact, um, it took someone, a friend of mine, involved with it to say, if you trust me, go see it on a peak night with other... Well, there was no real peak night, but go see it with the, the proper group of people like you should see it. Like, don't stand in the back, go up in the front. I did. The energy, obviously, is a lot different. It, it grew on me. I could... I'll say this. I could watch Shadowplay uh, for hours. That shit was that cool. Was cool. That was that cool. That was very cool. I agree. The shadow play they did well. Uh, it wasn't anything that they didn't do well. It wasn't that the show wasn't good. It's just not Halloween horror night. It's not. Yeah, if if it's not your thing, it, it, it's going to take a lot to win you over, and and it just might not happen. I think in the end, I was a fan of it, but I really want to see. I, I, I'd honestly would like to see them incorporated into an icon show i think that would yeah. work for me better yeah it did possibly I, um i i don't know uh, they let me let me say this they were better than jabberwockies yes that's a you know what and that was the thing too i was who was i tell, i was telling someone about this i went into that show with a chip on my shoulder because of jabberwockies so i know the viewing we gave it was not fair i know that I know that. That's why when I talked to my friend and I went back and saw it, I said, okay, okay, I can start getting into this a little better than when I walked into this. Jabberwockies really messed me up. As weird as that a sentence that is to say, but it did. Yeah. And which is strange, too, because people are raving about Jabberwockies at Hollywood. I mean, I, I, yeah, think, well. I, think, the, I think Jabberwockies are great. I just don't think they're great for 40 minutes. Or Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyway, well, I don't want to. Yeah, this is one. This is going to be an opinion divided, so we're not going to belabor on it. We will talk more about it of what it is when we get to our yearly coverage on it, and then then we will. There won't be much debate about it because it'll be more of a fact presentation thing. So, so all that's really left is two more categories. Okay, Drinks. what do we get? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Um, I liked the uh, I liked all of the signature drinks quite a lot. I liked the coconut one the best, which was Chance's Kiss, which hmm, I could take that. <laughs> um, uh, the the raspberry one I don't like fake raspberry flavor that much. I love raspberry, but I don't like fake raspberry flavor. So it was kind of the other thing with with all of them was they were too sweet. Yes, that's yeah. that's my yeah. number one complaint. They're too sweet. In fact, I think I that's. Did- yeah. I think that's what made me drum, drew me back to uh, all jacked up last year was the fact that there was cinnamon to counteract that sweetness. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a different spice. So I liked last year's one drink better than all three of these, but okay, all three yeah. of these were still good. I tried yeah. one of the beers. Um, oh. It was <laughs> meh. Uh, I mean, the the problem really for me with the beers uh, is that they're going for the, the Oktoberfest type beers and the, and the pumpkin beers and no, things like that. It was which, not the Oktoberfest. There was not a single mm-hmm. Marzen. No, no, that's not, that, I, I, it's not really what I meant, okay, but they're going gotcha. for like these pumpkin spice beers, like the, the, the themed beers. But what you really need on Halloween horror nights is a lager or, uh, you know, a lighter Marzen style beer that, that you can drink and quench your thirst with. Yep. And, and, you know, because you're sweating your balls off out right there. It's Florida in freaking fall. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to drink a pie. 
No, you don't. No. And that's what the the pumpkin pie went like last year. The pumpkin, yeah. the pumpkin pie. It's not pumpkin pie. The last year yeah. pumpkin ale was like it was actually pretty timid on the spice. So mm-hmm. that's the one, the first one I had. They ramped it up. They're trying to be like like every other brewery that puts out a pumpkin ale, and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's if that's what people were expecting, that's what's going to sell. So I didn't like it. So I was like, that's that's fine. I never liked pumpkin ale anyway. Last year was an yeah. anomaly. So then I go for the Clown Crew brew. Well, she pours it. And it's a freaking wheat beer, so ant strike one. Okay. Yeah. Number two, way too sweet, too much added to it. Like after these were like there was more, there's almost as much spice as a pumpkin ale. So strike two <laughs> and three right there. I had a couple to try. I thought maybe you know I kept getting it at the same place. I know the cake was changed by the time I got there, but still my head said, well maybe it was that that particular place stand. Went to another stand. Same thing. I think the beers sucked this year. I'm going to flat out say it. The beers <laughs> yeah. sucked. Thank God the Oktoberfest is going on because I was set. That's all I needed. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I think I, I would like uh, more refreshing drinks is is basically yeah. what I would like. Uh, uh, the, the mixed drinks, I mean, I get what they're doing. They, they, there's a certain amount of sweetness they have to use for the mixed drinks. It's great. It's fine. I'm totally with that. But the beers, especially, I think that they could they could just use some of the marketing names uh, to fit Halloween, and then just sell you like a refreshing beer that you can drink through the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I need actually to get through on, especially when we go because it actually was very tepid the temperature the last few nights. But when we go, we go, we go in hell weeks because that's the most fun. It's uh, yeah, it's humid, nasty. You need something refreshing. You're absolutely right. So the last thing is the food, and uh, god damn it, um, <laughs> I, did get, <laughs> I did get a twisted tater. Oh, that's that's the, yes. uh, we got. You know, uh, at least I got the staple, but the hurricane blew it for us, and it that's did. literally yep. blew it for us. Yep. Um, when we went, uh, the hurricane had just come through, and they had shut down and taken all the food stands away put in preparation for the hurricane, and they hadn't gotten time to get them back out. And um, my white whale, which is the, the fucking pizza with a hot dog in the crust, is still not being consumed by me. Yeah. Oh, there's next year. I don't know oh. if it makes it feel better or not, but they never put the stands back up. It does make me feel somewhat better, yeah. but... Not that much better. I mean, I think I know they paid all the employees that were scheduled to work those two days of the hurricane, so that may have been to help offset that that cost, you know, because they didn't have to man the stands mm. and produce as much food um, mm-hmm. or or that, a food that might not sell. That way, they focused on food that they knew sell. Oh, I, I don't yeah. know. This is all mm-hmm. speculation. So, I'm really, what I'm trying, I'm really trying to help you here, Quinn. I'm trying to say <laughs> the no, stands were not just, back up after that. <laughs> it's just become my white whale, right? Yeah, it, it is. It is. Yep, it absolutely is. Yeah. We will get that to you. <laughs> yeah, FedEx me one next year. <laughs> oh God! You know it probably won't. It probably wouldn't be that much worse. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> so is that right. is that it? Did we hear everything? I think so. Can I, I talk so. in a higher voice? My voice is going again. Anyway, this was. I, I think this was a great year. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, I think that the scare zones were were sacrificed a little bit for keeping up the mazes into what they'd st- with the bar that they'd set in twenty six, and I think they did it. Mm-hmm. I think they've raised the bar with the repository. Yeah, uh, I agree. really hope that sticks around. And uh, I had a blast. I went twice and don't regret any penny that I spent. 
You got closing thoughts, Karen? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, no. Um, I had a lot of fun. I loved it. I again, I can't wait for next year. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's uh, following up twenty five was the was a monumental task, and they they hit it. I mean, yeah. we had some complaints, but we I think we probably. I'd have to go back and listen, but we probably had some things we're critiquing. I mean, this is our our, yeah. re, our review of the event, so so we are uh, finding stuff to talk about, good and bad, mostly good. I mean, this has been beyond yeah. a majority of positive conversation. Uh, great oh, year, yeah. and I mean, they nailed the mazes this year. They yeah, they really did. The did. mazes were just outstanding. It's so. Yeah. Rare that there's that many hits in one year. I mean, last year was pretty close. Uh, there are a couple of clunkers that I can think of right off my head. We won't talk about that. That, that was another year. But this year, even the ones that are on the bottom of my list, it's like they're on the bottom of my list, but they are the bottom of this year's list, which is really a completely different standard than I think we've had in a lot of years. Yep. So um, the only thing I really wanted to say to close out this event was just thanking the i had so much fun with so many people and it didn't really occur to me until a couple weeks into it to note their names down not you know taking into effect that this is a month and a half long event so i have some quick shout outs for people first is this was the first night i remember this guy because this is the second year in a row i've been through the media party with him paul from ideology of madness me and quinn i think had a blast with him we did. We, it was really good to meet him, and, and we went through the entire event with him. Uh, really, really nice guy. Go check out his site. Go check out his stuff I have. He he does some really good stuff. Yep. Yep. Uh, the other ones, I just listed names here. Aaron and Michael. They were a couple together. Uh, Greg. I went with him twice. Kenny. Nick. Chris. Darren. Um, another new media guy, Sarah Disney, who helped us out with pretty much manning the chat room during our live show. Brett, Renee, Danny, of course. We all met Danny. Danny is someone we've been yeah, interacting with fun. on Twitter, and we finally got to meet her face-to-face that night. Uh, Gene, Matt, another Matt, not me. Uh, Jake, Trish, Keith, Luis, Jamie. A real special shout-out here. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a story, but not very long. In in the middle of all this, uh, not many people know this, um, I had a unique opportunity to give a presentation about starting a podcast at University of Central Florida. And I mentioned that in this show because it was this show that drew the coordinator of that event to Neozaz and asked me to do this. So I wanted to give a special shout out to Zoe. Hopefully she's listening. And oddly enough, with that, her sister Maddie, who is also a character this year and has been for a couple of years. And if you follow us on Twitter and saw me post, I think, two selfies, I suck at self. I suck so bad. How can you take? such a terrible selfie i don't know i mean i need to go to a class for selfies but anyway i picked the best of the like dozen i took that's her so that i actually i i tagged her i think fave's character because uh, i can't be bothered to type out the word favorite apparently but anyway uh shout out to them because they they also uh showed me the uh, campus and where the, I, I wasn't going to say this but maybe i should because i know i know for a fact some ucf students listen to this show if you're listening to the show and you're not involved in their podcast program, you need to check it out because you guys have seen the studio here, obviously, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. In my, in my house. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you and you know how long it took me to get all the gear that's in here, right? Yeah. Yep. Imagine walking, having the opportunity to start a podcast with pretty much the same gear I have in here right now. Yeah, that would be good. That's a pretty yeah. unique opportunity. And yeah, I don't is. know what kind of numbers she's getting or people interested, but she's trying to drum up interest. So if you're listening to this and you don't know about that program, 
check out the what is it called the uh office of student involvement check them out their facility is awesome i mean they pretty much have it's another model but it's the same board i'm using here another model mic but the same quality mic so if you're like what you're listening to, to right now you can sit down and record something of that quality which took me years years to put together i was so jealous i was like how are people not using this and can i take this if you're not using it because I know someone that'll use it. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, final shout out for the event. Of course, Universal Studios themselves. Thank you to Ali, Jason, Bob, and of course, Mike Aiello for the amazing opportunity we had to record on site. That was, oh, that was kind of an unofficial yeah, goal I set cool. last year, and it all fell into place without really doing anything. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like we didn't work for it, but it's just it's it's the work we did the past year led up to that. And that was awesome. Uh, And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't say thank you to Quint, Karen, and Kevin for what was one of the best news as Halloween Hard Night weekends yet, including the awesome beer that we drank the entire weekend we were here. Well, yeah. So we have to thank you for the beer and for hosting (laughs) us. Uh, It was fantastic. Yep. So that is it for our 26th review. But that's not it for the show. Due to all I can say is overwhelming support for the past two years for this show, including being told firsthand to my face, having an off season sucks. We ha- as well as the encouragement <laughs> of universal studios themselves, which is incredibly inspiring. Um, we're not going to go into an off season. We're going to be continuing the show. Now, most yeah, of you we're, go ahead. We're going to be doing some different things, but uh, you know, then we, we will ramp up next year. We'll start doing the history again, but we've, we've got a couple of special things planned between now and then that we're, we're going to keep doing. Yep. I do have kind of the, the two things I know we're doing because I helped coordinate them. Um, first I want to put this out as kind of a teaser. I posed a task to Karen earlier this year and that was to watch the classic universal studios monster movies, because I mean, in all reality without them, we wouldn't have Halloween Horror nights to talk about. Much to my dismay, opposing <laughs> this challenge, I learned my original co-host and show co-creator Quinn hasn't seen these movies either. Nope. So well, that's you, not true. I've seen some of them. Yeah, I know, but still, by and large, you need to catch up, and we need to talk about that. And it's so easy to talk about these movies and discuss where they fit into Halloween Hard Nights of the past. It's not off subject at all. That's what I'm looking really forward to. Second thing that we came up with, and these are just the first two that I know we're doing. Honestly, Quint and Karen are handling the offseason, so I'm really excited to see what they're doing. But the one I've had my hand in, we talked about it early in the show. We kind of tried to accommodate first-time uh, Halloween Horror Nights uh, attendees, whatever you want to call them, your people going to Halloween Horror Nights for the first time. Really just twisted that, uh, or even just tweaked that idea just a little bit. And with meeting so many great people this year, we're going to invite some of the people we've met this year on the show to talk about the first time they went. And we're going to cover a lot more years. You've heard about Quint's year. You've experienced Karen's first year last year. You heard about mine. That's just three people out of 26 years. We're going to have a lot of first-time people in these other years we covered. And that is going to be, I think, a lot of fun to talk about. And we also have something for Christmas. We do. We do. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) So that's what I know what we're doing. You guys have some other stuff coming up, but... The point is, we're not going away. You're not going to have to wait till the first uh, 27 reveal for us to come back. We're going to keep going. Um, we're going to probably shoot for our regular schedule of bi-weekly and just, just keep going. It's going to be a little different. We have a little more time to fill, but really, it's everything we thought of so far really relates really back to Halloween Horror Nights. So 
the theme of the show will continue. That's not going to change. So really actually excited about this. When we first had the idea, I was like, oh, can I do another year-round show? And then I was like, well, look at the subject matter. Look at the ideas. Actually, I'm really mm-hmm. excited to do another year-round <laughs> show. Cool. So, all right, with that, that is it. We will be back with one of those new episodes very soon. Not sure what it's going to be, so you'll just have to pay attention to our social media pages, I guess, is the best way to find out. We are News As Podcast on Facebook. We are at News As on Twitter. And, of course, everything past and present and future can be found at our website at NeosAs.com. And if you actually, you know what? I'll put that out there. If you have a suggestion for anything that you want us to talk about that we didn't just preview or haven't talked about in the past, go ahead and shoot us a message on either of those or on our contact page at newsas.com, and we'll definitely consider it put it in the mix. So with all that, I will say thank you for listening, and we will see you in that next episode. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a NewsAz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at newsaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash newsaz. Thanks for listening.